that's that's something like, I'll always like embrace. I was like, oh shit, this is no, that's squirrel. great. And then I saw the Star Wars shirt. I was like, oh no. Yo, apparently the oh, I'm just gonna hit fucking. I already hit record on the thing. We're gonna start streaming though. <clears throat> apparently, all the fucking people that got hands on with uh, the Last Jedi are like, yo, this game's gonna be fucking incredible. But what they showed everybody um, on the EA stage was not at all what the game actually is. Not, okay, it wasn't that it wasn't at all what the game actually is. It's just way too shallow. Um, and it's a Metroid game, basically, where you have a ship and a crew, and you can fly around to any planet in any order, and the map will make note of doors and passages you can't take. And then once you have the abilities to go and do that, you can go back and revisit and do that shit. And the combat's, like, posture-based. Like, you have to knock down their posture if they're better than just peon stormtroopers. Man, it sounds fucking great. That yeah, man, I think, I think that's something that we all wanted, you know? Like, it was... It uh, should have been shown a little bit. It should have been shown. Like, I, I don't quite understand that one. Like, I think there's a few other things that, like, we've basically gotten into uh, over the last few weeks around that topic. But I do think that they should have showed more than what they did, for sure. Yep, it feels like it feels like EA's new format for this year, the just EA play dog shit, um, pigeonholed them because they only had a twenty-five minute presentation, and apparently from what the Waypoint folks were saying, like it took them thirty minutes to get through the wave-based combat tutorial that they got, and then they had another thirty minutes worth of figuring out how the rest of the game worked. So like, if they'd had the chance to be on the Xbox stage, we would have seen it. But EA was like, you got 30 minutes and you're going first, so you can't go long because you'll fuck everything else up. Well, all, so they just all those shows a, pre-recorded too, right? All the what? The gameplay? Like all the stuff that EA brought this year, like it wasn't like pretty much live stuff, right? On none the of the play, none of the gameplay none of the gameplay was live. Yeah, but the the whole show was done live. They played they played that live in front of an audience. Got it. It was yeah, just I don't like know, a, man. Like that's it was weird. Fucking weird. <laughs> it's real strange. Well, maybe they're just trying to innovate on the formula instead of. I think, and this is what Bobby and I argued about in the chat yesterday, um, or debated in the chat on Monday, not yesterday. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I think there is a misunderstanding about the institutional flaws that cause unfinished products to be shown at E3 or just not the best foot forward being not the best foot being put forward at E3 and I think it stems from what killed EA as a creative company and that like it's because all of these big publishers are run by people that don't give a shit about video games and they're like the shareholders want to see fan interest so you have to show something even if that thing's not entirely ready or whatever right uh, there's no reason that we would see so many things in E3 that are broken and that's that's generally the the status quo. Like this year, I think we got a little spoiled by a lot of stuff that was pretty much done. But overall, most of the stuff you see at E three, people are like, eh, just wait for six months, twelve months until we figure yeah. out what it actually looks like. And this year, we got a lot of stuff that looked good. But I think that made the the normal stuff that didn't look good make look worse, a worse impression. Yeah. yeah. So Star Wars was a little more underwhelming because CD Projekt Red came out fucking slam dunking, Halo slam dunked. Square Enix slam dunked, and then Marvel looked especially bad, and that's mostly because that game, nobody knows what the fuck it is. Uh, yeah, but that's just, I was thinking about that over the last couple of days, and I wanted to explain It's an interesting that. perspective. I mean, there's some validity to that, but I still think that 
uh, a company like Marvel, Disney, they put so much time and care into their MCU universe, even though that there's a debate whether the game is part, which it's not, right? According. Yeah, right. But to just put that out after you've put so much time and effort into crafting this massive thing just seems yeah. awkward at best. Not, not that it, you know, and again, the trade show is when the trade show is, but I'm wondering if there will be a move away from that anytime. Yeah, I mean, what year, Sony not being there was a real so, big problem. Yeah. What year we, was it that they, uh, they showed that teaser for... Um, oh, yeah, we're, we're just going to... Yeah, we're rolling into it. I'll make, okay. the, I'll make the break in the announcement. <laughs> Go ahead, fine. Bobby. Um, what year did they... There was like a cinematic where all the Avengers were dead, right? Or at least like getting their ass whooped. That's how they teased this. No, they were all straight up dead. It was, yeah, like, a, dead. It was like the image that Tony saw. But it yeah. was you didn't see faces. You saw like the hammer and the shield and, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and the gauntlet. Was um, that how was long that when was he that? was twenty fifteen? Yeah, twenty. That might have been twenty sixteen. Which movie was that after? He saw that in Thor or uh, Age of Ultron. That was That's what right. Scarlet Witch did to him. Yeah. So I think that uh, which where the fuck did that go? Sorry, well, yeah. complete tangent. Scarlet Witch used to like control minds and be creepy, and that completely changed when she switched sides. Whatever. I just think that they, they've had some time to maybe show more than they did. No different than other people. I mean, considering when this game was announced and the CG fucking trailer from that year looked better than the, C- the CG in this trailer that we saw at E3. Like, it was just very disconnected. Like, incredibly yeah. disconnected. Well, the CG in the first trailer was not in-engine. And this, this yeah. footage started by saying it was in-engine. I think the biggest problem is Shadow of the Tomb... Or, yeah, Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out in fucking October. Yeah. And Crystal Dynamic is the developer on this game. Yeah, but I think that... that uh, like, so, like, they, what, what have they been doing? Well, the, by that point in time, man, like, that game, they had to have so many leftover assets from the first two to, like, throw together the last Tomb Raider. Like, outside of, like, in, uh, like some different jungle locations, a lot of that stuff kind of bleeds into each other, I think, as far as looks go. Yeah, and that game came out half-cocked, though. It did. Which is, which is why I think this is coming out half-cocked, because they've been on, like, a... 18 month throw it together because you got the tools playlist yeah. and that's not where we want to yeah, be. Yeah, because I mean like I did not like that last Tomb Raider game compared to the other two by a long shot. I didn't even play it. I didn't it, either. I, I played the first one almost all the way through. Second one halfway through and then is it worth going back or no? Uh, I mean the first one had the secret sauce for sure. Uh, I thought two was good. This one just is like the complete jump of the shark. Uh, okay. It goes like full full paranormal <laughs> like it really commits to it there's some weird shit that happens um i don't know man like i just felt like a hail, hail mary okay sure so anyway. is, is paranormal weird for tomb raider because i remember when people were like aliens in 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 indiana jones is fucking dumb but like literal spirits came out of the ark of the covenant so like where's your disconnect like <laughs> no i think it's um was it just it didn't it didn't justify it enough no, kind of like the like, dc universe didn't justify batman yeah, killing people just because like he, i don't know like <laughs> there was Awkward. so much that happened that was like really cryptic and apocalyptic in that game and then it goes into some really weird like superhuman supernatural type stuff that just felt like a completely different game like the game did this yeah. bait and switch like near the final act and you've got all this time committed to it, and by the time you get to the end of it, it's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, it tripped me up pretty bad when I got to the end of that that game. Sure, sure. Well, 
for those of you listening, you're going to recognize a voice, or you're going to notice a voice you don't recognize, my brain. Um, this week, Eric is on vacation in um, fucking Red Dead Redemption. Colorado. <laughs> he's out there and, uh, and the beans and all that kinds of shit. Yeah, he's, he's in uh, West Elizabeth right now. And uh, as our guest, we have our long-term friend, and the person who actually started this with us two years ago, and then that fell off, um, John Smurf. Hey, how's What's it going, up, everybody? What's up, Smurf? Nice Hello. to see you, hear you. I really appreciate you having me back. I was yeah, starting man. to get worried. And then you brought the <laughs> Smurf fact in, so I knew you weren't too mad at me. No, not at all. And you're here to deliver your Smurf fact, so it's even more it's, exciting. It's too much pressure. I'm going to crumble. It's all right. We can, we can have someone else read it if you want. <laughs> at the same time, don't feel afraid of crumbling, because I fuck up the audio intro every single time. If you could uh, do that, it might ease, my, ease the pressure level a little okay, bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it, just send it to me. I'll do it, I'll do it. Um, but this is another be, episode. It can't be more uh, awkward than getting a fucking song to play alongside it, either. <laughs> you can't have them do two things at once. Like, you can't read and play that song. The show will fucking halt. It'll be over. <laughs> the, lack of, the lack of faith is... It, it hurts. It hurts real, real deep. <laughs> Um, so true, shit. It's Wednesday, June nineteenth. Oh yep. my god! Yep. Comic Con soon. Uh, it's another episode I of Bounty Board. As you know, we have a guest, and as you know, the other hosts that are here are Bobby and Sarge. Um, we have an interesting topic this week. We're going to talk about game leaks and their validity. They've probably slash... heard about it now. What it is? Oh, that's the kind yeah. You've probably already about... you've already probably already seen it. There was a confidential podcast that we leaks, put up Sarge. yesterday. We're not talking that about like screen recording. My faucet. Yeah, if you were listening to a, a, some uh, NDA audio and it just had someone in the background whispering "confidential, confidential," yeah, then uh, that it was, was an, uh, an auditory <laughs> watermark. <laughs> yeah, it was just was a Smurf, the Smurf fact jingle over it in the background. <laughs> just fucking that up. And the, oh shit, we'll get to this watermark in a second. We just got to get to work again. Oh shit, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, um, how's everybody? How's everybody's, everybody's week been? I mean, I've had it's been busy. great. Uh, stress, stressful. Work is insane. Uh, coaching three teams next year, Oof. and uh, head coach for all of them. So that's Wait, what do you do? Uh, kids are into soccer. So oh, yeah. damn. And then uh, yeah, so a lot going on on that front. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, Bobby. Nice. You said busy. What does busy mean? Uh, two things. One's uh, professional. Well, work outside of the show. Professional. Just yeah. been really busy. It's it's uh, writing a lot of reviews and stuff like that. So I've been super, super busy with that stuff. And then uh, a game came out this week that I've been pretty obsessed with. I might even say it's like the first time I felt like I've got like a game of the year contender in my hands this year. Like a, a full on. And uh, I'll talk about it at the end of the show. Oh, you cocktease. Yep, there's your little right. tease. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> Sarge, you said something. How's your week been? It's been great. It's been great. That's good. Got anything, off work uh, three days, three days in a row. Uh, this last weekend, I went four wheeling on Saturday and Sunday, so my whole weekend was outdoorsy. So Ooh. it's been good. He's, he's, not, he's not a nerd like the rest of us. Enjoy that time while you can, my. He friend. had his console with him. He <laughs> yeah, still he's, got, he's got another month to enjoy that, and then yeah. he won't leave the oh, house. Don't you worry. I'm still doing it. Yeah, <laughs> good one. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Uh, my week has been pretty good. Um, 
Got a bunch of stuff done on Monday. Would have gotten more done if Bobby didn't decide to pick an argument, but that's fine. And then... <laughs> um, Today, the season finale of the first season of Procedural Generations came out. So that was the thing. That's a big deal. Congrats. Yeah, it's, a, it's a big deal episode, too. It's my grandmother and I talking about the game we played in the ICU while we were waiting on news about my grandfather. So it's a relatively emotional episode, um, but not like a bummer episode. It's a pretty, it's a pretty positive episode. Um, a lot of fun, though. And... Uh, that he's not going to listen to this podcast, so that's fine. But I sent it to Patrick Klepik and Austin Walker, and Austin Walker replied and said, "Thanks for sending this. I'll check it out this week." Wow, that's pretty nice. awesome, man. So Austin's a good yeah. dude. What's up? He's a good dude. Yeah, he's a good dude, and I feel like it's—I don't know. My grandma called me today uh, and was like, "We this needs to people need to hear this." Like, I don't know why, but it feels like we're doing something important. And I was like, "Yeah, I agree." Um, but yeah, we uh, we start the show off with news, as y'all know. And there's not a ton of news this week. And because the last couple weeks have been all news, I just picked a few things. Um, the first thing I'll jump into is the longest thing, the thing I'll go the most in-depth on. Um, Respawn is talking details for Season 2 of Apex, which is super exciting for me. Um, and probably Sarge, and probably some Smurf. I know, Bobby, you're a fan, but not a Yo, fanatic. we won last night. You're yeah, you guys got champion. your first win last night. That yeah. was fucking dope. And then we had nice. a really good Sea of Thieves experience. Yo, Sarge, we played Sea of Thieves Arena, and it was incredible. Yeah, that shit got real spicy. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Um, but anyway, Apex uh, have cranked up the hype. This is from, sorry, uh, Dex, Dexerto.com? The, the, the Showtime movie of the early 2000s, maybe you've heard of it? With the best season finale, or best <laughs> series finale ever? No, <laughs> Uh, this is from Dexerto, which I've never seen before. Didn't realize I clicked on a weird link, but uh, from <laughs> Eli Becht, uh, he says, Respawn Entertainment have cranked up the hype for Apex Legends Season 2 by giving fans a massive preview of upcoming weapons, releasing more details about hop-ups, and the brand new L-Star. We all know about the L-Star. It's the new energy weapon that drops as ordnance. Um, apparently it's like a heat-based laser weapon, and it will overheat... And when it, if you let it overheat, the lens cracks, and it goes into a long form animation where you have to take the glass lens out, Damn. put a new lens in, huh. which is kind of dope. So it's, um, uh, it's basically you can continuously fire it as long as you're letting it cool down. Yeah, I don't think that it has a magazine because it's one of those. It's a ordnance weapon, so there's no extra ammo. Okay. And yeah, I think it's all spooled into the an energy pack. Damn. Wow. Runs out. Um, did but you, let's see. Is there anything huh? about like the fucking like dinosaur birds or anything like that in there? There's a little bit in here, yeah. And th- Dude, that was that a was thing wild. That, so yeah, something got teased like yesterday that was a picture of the map and it had an exclamation point pop up and it said anomaly and then put out a bunch of red dots on the map that were the big four winged birds that were in Titanfall one and two. And apparently they're flying around with like loot in their hands and you can yep. shoot it out of their out of their claws. Um so there's new hop-ups. The, some weaker weapons are getting some buffs. So there's disruptor rounds for the alternator and the RE45. The alternator is that small SMG that's got two barrels. And the RE45 is the machine pistol. Yep. Um, disruptor rounds do increased shield damage. So that's dope. Um, there's hammer point rounds for the P2020 and the Mozambique, which makes those two guns do increased unshielded damage. So when you pick up a Mozambique in the beginning of the game, someone doesn't have a shield, and you 
pop him with a hop up, hopped up Mozambique, it might actually not be an entirely pe- an entire piece of shit. Hey, hey, hey! Now Mozambique, that Mozambique is my gun. Yeah, <laughs> Mozambique. <laughs> that you know what that sounds though? like? They're starting to build in some of the Halo combos with the plasma pistol into yes. the pistol. So Man. yeah. That's good. Running around with an alternator now sounds like a really good idea if you have disruptor rounds yeah. and you have a gun that has real oh, good yeah. stopping power. And uh, creating some team play. So if you have a guy that likes to run disruptor, at least now he's bringing something to it. Yeah. Swap yeah. targets while you guys finish off. Oh, man. Off. Playing as Watson, the mm-hmm. new character that's coming out that's got uh, electric uh, walls that she puts up and yeah. having an alternator that shreds shields would be a really good complement to like yeah. a... Like a Gibraltar playing with a shotgun and a <laughs> and a Mozambique. <laughs> the Mozambique. Don't talk trash about that gun. I got a I got a team team wipe on that one time. Bullshit. Yeah. Clips clips or it didn't happen. Glass was there. He'll second. confirm it next next episode. Well, holy shit! I just got. Do we have sorry, a date just, on that, Caleb. July second. Yeah. I just got okay. a notification that Mountains, the people who made Florence, uh, replied and retweeted my post of. Procedural Generations, just now. They're in Sweden, awesome. or Europe, so it's early for them. Um, anyway, moving back on. Uh, what else? What else? What else? L-Star. I got some news. Hop-ups. Oh, no, I'm still doing this stuff. Hang on. Oh. Um, Energy Mag weapons now have uh, magazine attachments. So the Havoc, Devotion, and Triple Take will now have the ability to have larger magazines. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> Energy Mags increase ammo capacity and reduce reload time. Yada, yada. Um... They buffed some less popular weapons and made them more powerful within their designed roles. So look out for buffs for the Flatline, P2020, Alternator, and Triple Take. Um, the Arc Star changed. So they increased the ignition delay from 2.5 to 2.8 seconds, meaning you've got a little more time to get away from it. Sticking a player with a full health bar now downs them. Wow. I've stuck people and then them turned around and shot me and I was like, the fuck? Yeah. Stuck a grenade to you. Now they go down. And players now at the edge of the explosion radius no longer get their shields completely shedded. So that extra ignition delay and now giving it a radius that, that has fall off means that they won't be instant stoppers. It's more balanced than they buffed yeah. it on the, on the, t- on the uh, rewarding the accuracy. So, great. For sure. Um, there's going to be a new lineup of gold weapons. They haven't told us what they are yet. Um, what guns don't they have yet from the original? We don't have to. The, I think the gold weapons that we have so far, definitely the R301. Definitely yeah. the... Graver? Peacemaker. And, no, gold weapons are the ones you find in the boxes. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the R301 has a gold. The, the uh, Peacemaker has a gold. The Prowler? The Havoc and Prowler both have golds. Yeah. And the Wingman has a gold. I don't think anything else does. Okay. I've never seen a gold Wingman. But... I had a gold Wingman. It's dope. I haven't seen that either. It's very. It had like a thir- It had like a sixteen round magazine. <laughs> Holy! Oh I could just. God. I could just. Yeah. It's probably changed since they nerfed how big the magazine is initially. Anyway, but yeah. Um, uh, last thing they dropped. Um, they changed ammo stack sizes. So shotguns, you can no longer stack sixty four in a single uh, utility slot. It's only sixteen, so you can't just hoard shotgun ammo and run the whole game with it. Uh, and then energy ammo max stack goes up from 60 to 80 and now matches light and heavy ammo. That sounds fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be more details, obviously, when the patch notes actually hit on July 2nd, which is in a couple weeks. Um, but I'm super excited about that stuff, and I'm excited to get back into uh, Apex when 
the new content starts pouring in. Is it what thirty bucks? Uh, what? How much does it cost for that? Like, what was like, the cost of the last one? I think it's ten. Ten for the okay. season pass. Ten or fifteen. Thirty bucks was the founders pack that you got. That's for right. Buying that's the right. game initially. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that news, Bobby. You said you had something. You go ahead and talk about yeah. that while I find the next thing. Uh, one, I just I wanted to comment on the the Pokemon shit that's going on right now. It's fucking oh, toxic yeah. as hell. Have you guys been keeping oh, up with this? It's not good. No. Oh shit! Sorry. No. Uh, I'm sorry. I've heard of it. I said, right, "Oh bad. yeah," and then you were like, "It's toxic as hell," and I was like, "Oops." Uh, so during the Nintendo Treehouse uh, during E3, they uh, they basically said, "Hey, we got this service coming out called Pokemon Home, which is going to be a replacement for something called Pokemon Bank that's been on those services for a while, where it's like three or five dollars a year." And you can transfer your Pokemon up to like a cloud storage, and then you can bring them into other games that you have, which has been really fucking important for people that have been playing these games for a long time. Like, hey, I got these these Pokemon that I played, you know, seven years ago with. I want to bring them into the new game. Well, they said that Sword and Shield this November at launch will not support the the national decks. It'll only support the Pokedex for that particular game. So you can't bring in any of your other Pokemon that aren't already on that roster. And uh, it's just causing like an uproar online and people are being really, like really, really shitty to game. Cause they want, about cause it. they want all the Pokemon. Yeah. They want to catch them all, which like, look, let me back that up really quick. Like devil's advocate to that. They've, they could have basically said when they introduced uh, Pokemon home, that we're going to be doing something different come the launch of the next game. We want to be able to like support that, and then like to slide that in at E3 just felt really shitty and like half baked. Sure. And, and I think that that's what caused the pushback. And then they said, "Well, we're, we've made like these amazing strides graphically with how we create Pokemon for the Switch, and to bring every single Pokemon, which is over 800 now, into that, like the amount of work that would go into it crunch. is just we're absolutely crazy. Yeah. And sure. Nintendo's yeah. already pushed back Animal Crossing because they don't believe in crunch. So. Yeah, like so it's, it's basically bummer. gamers that are like, uh, I don't care how hard you have to work, make it happen. Right. Yeah, I mean, like it's really fucking brutal. Uh, Damn. I, I get it. Like on one hand, like I understand like the connection and passion for those characters that you've had for a long time. They've always, in a way, brought them in. Like usually, after a new Pokemon game, there's a remake on that style, like from a prior generation game. And they usually like kind of course correct with it. I don't know if that's going to happen here, but people are losing their ever loving mind and just being absolute fucking dipshits on on like, communities. Uh, isn't there a chance that they would be able to update the yeah. roster as time goes on, so they don't have to break their fucking backs doing it? But they give yeah. you a couple hundred, and then they add a couple more hundred. Well, yeah, like so when Pokemon Black and White came out, they that was like one of the first times that you could not use older Pokemon. Like there was no, there was all new Pokemon in that game. And then near the end, after you beat it and you got to the end, like they, especially in Pokemon Black Two, um, you could go and bring more into it. I love that because I, I played Pokemon Blue and Red like way back when it came out, and then I didn't have an opportunity to play any of the other ones until like a year and a half ago, and that's all I played like basically starting after Blue and Red all the way up to current Pokemon. I played in like just three months, and uh, was really fucking into it. But yeah. The black one was cool because it was a nice break after playing all those other ones where it's like, I have to focus on only these new Pokemon. And I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, I understand, again, like why people wouldn't want to have that. But I think it's neat to make you play something different, especially for a game that's been around that hasn't really changed how it plays for 20 plus years. 
for sure. Well, then I wonder how they deal with balancing too. If you're bringing in these OP Pokemon totally. at the get go, like enjoy the experience. I like I like where the on the black and white you said at the end you could bring them back in. That's great. Yeah. You know, play the game as they intended it to be, and then if you want to bring in your wrecking crew to smash everything or get totally. the complete yeah. suite, right. yeah, sure, that makes a lot of sense. Well, here's got, to here's to people not being dicks. What's uh, what were you gonna say? Yeah. Smurf. Sorry to cut you off there. I was gonna Very say uh, League of Legends. Sodium, have you seen what they dropped uh, yesterday? It's taken. I have not been on there in a while. Taking the top spot from Fortnite, they have uh, an auto chess mm-hmm. uh, equivalent. So they an once again what? took from Dota. Uh, it's it's more of a team tac- team fight tactics is what they're calling it. It is. Um, it's like a. You play like on a chessboard. I haven't. I haven't actually. I never got into the auto chess thing. So I, I'm tempted hmm. to go and check that out tonight. After this. Need to look at that up. Yeah, it's uh, big enough where it took over Fortnite, and it's been holding since they released it after about an hour Shit. yesterday. So, that's according to Kotaku, yeah. So, I would I gotta, say that's pretty big news. For sure, for sure. Interesting how um, Riot Games, in particular, you know, they're always talking about how they have something in development, but they haven't really shown it. Um, I wonder what yeah. they're gonna move when they're gonna move beyond League of Legends. Yeah, sure. There, well, there's also the. I mean, it's weird when you see a company that's like making a ton of money doing one thing for a very long time, and then you hear they're making something else. Because even it's even weird to me to hear that like Blizzard's making Overwatch two right now. Yeah, and that it's likely gonna focus on PVE shit. Like what? That's you're yes. gonna get a story based Overwatch game. That. Yeah, it would be fucking incredible. Um, so yeah, it's super interesting to see what Riot's going to end up putting out after League of Legends being their cash cow for like nine fucking years. Yeah, yeah. I mean they did it. They hit. They hit good timing, and then their production quality on their events is insanely through the roof. Like it's really good, and they just keep yeah. iterating on themselves. I don't sure. know if you guys have ever watched Sodium. Have you have you checked those out before? I have not. Okay. Yeah, they mean. I mean, they have. It's almost like you're watching an NFL game, a you know, hockey game, soccer game. They have their casters at the beginning. They go in. Wow. They have their color commentators and play by play. And then in between uh, games, they'll go back to the to the desk. So, if you ever, if you guys ever get a chance to watch one of them, you should definitely uh, check out the sounds uh, interesting. The NA ones and and worlds. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so next news thing is going to be short because <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, but it's also kind of a good point, but we'll, yeah. Um, so this is from PC Games, and the headline reads, <laughs> EA, they're not loot boxes, they're surprise mechanics, and they're quite ethical. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'll just read this fuckers quote. Uh, Kerry Hopkins, EEA's VP of Legal and Government Affairs, insists that the company's randomized purchases aren't loot boxes, but rather surprise mechanics. In an oral evidence session on the UK Parliament's Digital, Culture, Media, and Sport Committee, Hopkins compares the mechanics to surprise toys, which have been around for years, whether it's Kinder Eggs or Hatchimals. In In response to questions from the Scottish National Party MP Brandon O'Hara, Brendan O'Hara, Hopkins says, We do think the way that we have implemented these kinds of mechanics, and FIFA, of course, is our big one, our FIFA Ultimate Team and our packs, is actually quite ethical and quite fun, quite enjoyable to people. 
I don't even understand what that word means. That's something. So there's some there's surprise mechanics. Motherfucker, get the when you open it like a like a party streamer comes out there. Surprise. Yeah, so like that guy needs to. Dude, somebody got paid to write that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like yeah, somebody, I, somebody made got money paid to write that statement. To write that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a fucking break! Come on, guy! Come on! Come the fuck on! Uh, uh, what? Hey, whatever helps you sleep at night, you know. I guess. Um, in other news, Destiny Two has crept back up to the one million players per day. Um, cap. I'm one of them. Which uh, I'm getting ready to download it again, but I haven't yet. Um, I am excited for Shadowkeep. It looks, sounds dope. I know. Um, and then finally, yeah, you got you to give me a reason to buy that for Xbox. Because I'm going to get on my PlayStation because that's where I have like everything currently. I'm not opposed to buying the the. If same you play, shit. if you buy it on PlayStation, you can't play with my grandma. I mean, are you going to play? Yeah. All right, because like Shadow Keep, fuck yeah! All right, then I will get it on both. Yeah, you get to play with Granny with with Christy Sawyer if you play on Xbox, on PlayStation. There, there's no cool grandmas on PlayStation. Another reason we need cross plat and cross save. Come on, I know. I, I oh my god, coming, guys! Man. I shared a thing in the chat during E3 um, where Jeff Keeley was interviewing some people from Bungie about. Shadow Keep, <clears throat> and they're talking about the cross save that they're doing, um, that they announced, and the dude. So the game director is standing right on one side, and then there's two people on the other side. Yeah, and the two people on the other side, you, I, you saw this. Uh, they start talking, and he says, "Well, that's like people are asking, like, how's cross play going to work? How's?" And then he corrects himself. I mean, uh, cross save. But when he says cross play, the game director looks at him like, "Dude, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like, you, you see his soul leave his body for a second, and his it makes me think cross play is coming. Though. Like he, there was a twitch of the eyes, but it wasn't like a. It, but it was a. But the look on his face was like, "Fucking." I, mean, I think that it's silly to think <laughs> that they wouldn't be working on that. Um, I think it's got to. It's got to be eventually there for what they're trying to do right now with the free to play stuff. Yeah, like it's absolutely got to be there, and if they're it's keeping back to up to that player base. Like, if they get a little bit more, like, streaming going on again because they had a big fallout there, like, I think that it'll definitely put a little bit of pressure for those. Like, once the influencers start to ask for it also, I think you'll really see a little bit more of the feet to the fire mentality with it. Sure, sure. Here, I have <laughs> I have this pulled up. Um, I'm going to mute my phone because you don't need to hear the words, but I'm just going to let, let you see the guy's face. Because I think it's pretty, pretty damning. But... Here, it's on the camera. I gotta move so it. So for those of you who are listening, sorry, you will not see this. But, yeah. uh, he'll link to his tweet in the notes, right? Yep. Watch his eyes. Whoa. He does what? it for a second. He gets a little eyebrow thing. raised. Oh, He's no. like, whoa. I don't know. It's real subtle. It's real subtle. I'll go through it in super slow-mo, and then I will go back to doing good audio because... So. Uh, uh, uh. There. Luke Smith Wait is for not it. having it. Here he it comes. Huh? Here come the eyebrows. Talking. Wait for it. Wait. Oh. oh Whoa. No. Then he look even. He goes, <laughs> oh, shit. What are you? And then it goes, it cuts away real quick. And then, I mean, in the following, 
You see him like shrug and look back and forth to the guy a couple times because he's like, fuck. So, so yeah, uh, it seems like that's coming. It's got to be coming. Like Bobby said, it makes sense for what they're doing for it to be coming. Right. Um, are we at the point where developers are going to start pushing that? Like, oh, whoops, we accidentally said crossplay. Oh, we meant cross save. Sorry. Oops, yeah. crossplay. Well, there was a, there was a, I think it was Take Two. Somebody recently, a relatively big company, was like, our next game will be cross platform will be cross-platform, and it won't release on a system that won't allow it as a way to call out PlayStation. Good. So, How do you think that's going to work with Stadia? Do you think that, that technology is going to be hard to get uh, cross-play on? It shouldn't be, right? Because yeah. the yeah, next systems are going to play... to the servers, so... Yeah, the next systems are going to play... You're going to be able to play online with people on Xbox One, despite the fact that you're on whatever Scarlet ends up being called. Right. So, like, what you render, what you or what your game's rendering in, shouldn't impact people that are rendering in a lower. I just wonder if there was something with like them, since it kind of seems like that was where the big announcement came from them this year. Like, I know that they're independent again; they're not working with anybody. But yeah, that was a that's like a big fucking thing that Stadia is trying to hang its hat on. Like, that's what you get in the Founders Pack. That's one of the biggest titles that they have available at launch. Yeah. Um, so, like, I just wonder if there was some sort of thing with Google about like. Hey, like we want this to be a big deal for people to like get our service and like play on Stadia and all that shit and like maybe there's something that like in its infancy because I don't even think they have it on all the platforms or all the screens at least uh, in November. Like I think yeah. iOS devices and shit had to wait until 2020. So I just wonder like if there was something like we're a little cautious and we want this to be a good experience. Like maybe they're the wrench in the in the plan here. Maybe. Who maybe knows? Who fuck knows. Um, last two news things I'll, I'll sprint through real quick. Uh, Avengers Endgame is coming back to theaters, and it's going to have additional content at the end, um, like a deleted scene and some other things. Uh, and it's going to start showing after Spider-Man comes out. So probably some Phase 4 teases or something. Uh, yeah. And then there's a chance that Community might actually come back. Um, Allison Bree was talking about it and said she would love to do it. Um, I know that Dan Harmon has talked about doing it. I know that Donald Glover has talked about being willing to come back now that he's wrapping up his music push, like his hard music push. Um, so, you think Netflix yeah, will get it? I think they're the place I to hope go. So. Yeah, I think they would be the place to go. Or Hulu. Yeah, or Hulu. But yeah, I mean, the, that's Not the thing. Like... That's the thing. Community was made was produced by the Russo brothers. Yeah, um, and it's got Troy, who was in Spider Man. Sorry, Donald Glover, who was in Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man. It's got Danny Pudi, who was in Winter Soldier. Yep. Uh, Shirley and Chang were both in Endgame. Yep. Like, and the the composer who made all the music made the music for Black Panther and has been working with Donald Glover for years. Well, I mean, Hulu might be that since Disney has their hand there. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like they've worked with Disney so much, and the Russo brothers, obviously. That if the yeah. Russo brothers were like, we made a ton of money. Let's siphon some funds into community coming back. I could see that showing up on Hulu. Sure. For sure. It's already on Hulu now. They wouldn't even have to move formats. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed. I need that show so bad. I need that show so bad. Um, it, got, yeah. it, it got very very messed up towards the, the end. Like I think seasons, season six and into seven, they kind of got a little crazy with the storyline. But I hope they go back to like somewhat Dude, original. Season six line. is incredible. Season it is incredible, is incredible, but anyway. The fact that the, the series finale to date, like the last episode we have, is 
literally Abed just pitching what the next season would have to be and what people would have to be willing to get. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's news. We're done with yeah. news. And we did it in less than 30 minutes, guys. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. We can talk about our topic for a hot minute. Woohoo! Um, so, yeah, this, I don't know. Who wants to, Bobby, do you want to give this context? I can give a context. We've, we've had discussions in high number recently about the validity, ethicality, good or bad, lawful or chaoticness. I think of the industry has been talking about it, too. It's definitely. Yes. Yes, of of leaks and um, it was all that E three shit, yeah. man. <laughs> well, yeah, that E three is the hot leak. Like that's it's, it's I, when all the leaks spring. It was big. Like we had so to, to tee it up a little bit more. We had a lot of passionate discussion happening in the Discord leading up to E uh, three, and we had a whole channel on it. And there was a point in time. Uh, where I can't remember who blew the lid off of it with the confidentiality uh, screen grab for... I don't think we know yet, dude. No, who was the first one that reported? That's what I'm asking. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know that Kotaku picked it up, but... Yeah, so that was the whole thing about Bleeding Edge from Ninja Theory. And this was off-screen recording. It fucking said confidential on it. That was a big deal. It led into a discussion around journalism, uh, embargoes, the current state of leaks. And then after that happened, like the whole thing with Bandai Namco happened where that was a security breach. Like their entire fucking shit leaked there. There's just so much this year that was continually leaked out that by the time people took the stage, it had been highly, highly, highly like combed over. And there was a lot of people who already had an opinion of what it was that put a lot of them in a really unfortunate spot. And I think it was a really damaging mm. thing for, for E3 this year. What um, things do you think were impacted by it negatively? Because I can't think of anything that I heard about. That No, I, I don't think it's anything that you would have seen. I'm talking more on the line of the people who were on the back end of that, like on the receiving oh, end of it. Oh, sure. Like not us getting that content, but like making sure that they had stuff ready to go, like making sure that there were like people drafting up responses from like a PR department. There's probably a lot of immediate crunch and people having to panic and like go through a lot of email chains and phone calls on like where did this come from sure sure. i'm thinking of it more from like an employer standpoint and like the people who are behind it and a little bit of what that exchange between schreier and barlog looked like like when they were one was trying to talk about the other thing there so yeah we thought and you actually brought it up in the discord when all this is going down like this is the topic after e3 and i think it's a good one for us to reflect on what that looked like and what we covered but also like what the industry's response was to it and like where we think things are going in the future and uh, that sort of thing. And, and so to be clear, we're, we're separating leak from PR leaks by the dev or publisher, correct? Yeah, well, I guess, I, I guess we'll cover, I guess, all game leaks. But in strictly speaking, in terms of do they hurt, we're talking about uh, leaks uh, that were gained through... Questionable tactics, okay. not not ones that are given by like if a PR company is like, let's leak some details about this to get people hyped up. Yeah, Ubisoft is notorious okay. for that's leaking all Assassin's Creed. I don't, yeah, I don't consider before. those leaks. I, I consider yeah. those PR. Yeah, that's that's just marketing. That's guerrilla marketing um, for sure. But yeah, that's a good distinction to to clarify. Uh, yeah, I don't know where the where the the springboard is for this. So I guess we'll just jump into. I guess a question for us. 
do you guys avoid leaks when they come out in the game industry? Hell no. <laughs> nope, nope. It's tough. I, I, you guys put that in the chat, and I stayed away from it for a while, and then I ended up clicking on the video for the cyberpunk just to see, and then I yeah. regretted it because, like, like in movies, when people use their cell phone and record the uh, private screening, yeah, that's not sure. supposed to get out. It's like, ah, that really wasn't worth it. I should have just waited for the actual release and got the high res fidelity, the whole story. So, as I'm getting older, I think maybe it's. Because I'm getting older, I'm not as concerned about, oh, I have to know exactly what this leak was at this very minute and talk about it with all my friends. Obviously, I heard right. you all talking about it or saw you talk, talking about <laughs> it in chat. But We should definitely have a spoiler channel for next E3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we don't fuck it up for people. Yeah, so I don't avoid them, but I have an opinion on them, <laughs> obviously. Um, I don't think I've ever avoided... A leak in games because games are so much different than film for instance like if there's leaked footage of a movie not watching it because that's what's in the movie period leaked details about games are rarely 100% on and when they are it's still not the full picture because it's just bits and pieces I don't think I can remember a specific game leak that gave me absolutely everything about the game so that when it was announced I was completely unsurprised um like you know what i mean like movie leaks are just straight up the content from the film you're gonna go see and there's and there's smaller they're smaller experiences right you're two to three hours hours, yeah Yeah, as opposed to okay this is a 60 hour game 80 hour 200 hour game yeah Yeah, the the mechanics yeah they slash somebody with a sword okay that's probably going to be the same for a while but yeah there's other parts like uh Skyrim, where you're getting spells and abilities to use, you may not see that, and so I can sure. see that. It's just the the difference of the depth of the content. Um, so, Bobby, Ryan, neither of you guys avoid leaks. You said hell no, Bobby. That sounds a little aggressive. No, so like I <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy them, um, and like as you guys were talking, I was trying, to, I was thinking about like a kind of a follow up to it is like. Like, who are leaks for, right? Like, who, who benefits the most from when these things happen? And it is a, a, a very small margin, I think, of people who actually play games that are, like, scouring the internet on, like, that bleeding edge to get that content so fresh. And so, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, why is there such an, uh, a, an immediate reaction to it? And what does that look like? And I think that you've got a very divisive group of people who are typically, like, in the chats they're streaming they're like absorbing those things like those are the the types of gamers that are like so connected to the culture of it that of course they're going to have strong opinions on it one way or the other like i don't think that person who maybe plays like one or two video games a year is really given too much of a thought to like a video game leak or anything like that sure um so oh go ahead no no you can go well i was going to pivot to ryan and see if if he has like an opinion on the leaks that he's come across because i know that I don't know, man. Like we were really attentive to details for bad battlefield stuff uh, for a while, yeah. um, but those leaks were only ever like, "Hey, content's coming soon." You know what I mean? Right. Ooh, I mean, I hang on. Can everybody hear that? Yeah, I keep what? hearing it periodically. I don't know what is it. Someone's someone's got a bad mic connection or something. Mm. Just check all, right. all your plugs and and, and your holes. <laughs> <laughs> Sarge, what were, you, what were you about to say before? Um, I was going to say, I don't 
steer away from leaks just for the fact that, like, with some games, like, I would rather have more information about it than less information. So anytime that I get that opportunity to know something about a new game that's coming out, I don't want to hype myself up by, like, oh, you know what, I'm not going to look at the leak. And then if I would have looked at that leak, would have been like, oh, well, this game wouldn't have been worth my hype. It wouldn't have been yeah. worth, like, what I wanted to actually get excited about and actually play. So I feel like for some people like me that don't really do a whole lot of the research, but I can be like, oh, look, a leak, and I find out that the game is either good or bad just from that little bit or, like, a bonus yeah. feature to that game. So uh, You're almost specifically what Bobby was just talking about, right? Like, you're the person that you only play two or three games total all year, and when you hear details about a thing that you're interested in, you're like, fuck yeah, I want to know. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I think the reason I said hell no, or hell yeah, I can't remember exactly how I said it, but the the reason I said it that way is, like, I'm usually so excited about the, the things that, like, are coming out. Like, I follow this shit pretty... F- and I did this with music for a long time before, like, streaming became a little bit more accessible, but, like, back when people were still... Like sharing music through other channels and like doing yeah, like shadow shit, like, shadow dropping shit. Yeah, and like I was really more into like what was coming out and what was leaking there. I I can tell you like there's been stuff I've watched from multiple comic cons that are like shitty cell phone video because I just wanted to see like I was so hyped because I knew they were showing it and like so envious that I couldn't be there to see it that I wanted yeah I wanted to experience I wanted to have that. There's just something like very very. Uh, emotional about doing it like it feeds that itch it's like a drug um, it's sure. just it's really wild to, to do and like when you when you get it it just feels like you're getting something you're not supposed to have and you feel like you're on the inside track of it and like it just feels really cool to have that information and to be able to be that close to something becoming like a phenomenon <clears throat> sure so um, going from that right from everybody's pretty uniform opinion of not being too impacted by them um does do you think that they oh man i don't know like bobby you brought up the the chance that it might make the lives of the people working at the studios more difficult because of scrambling to recover or you know people that might actually get fired for accidentally or not accidentally intentionally leaking information do you think then that like despite the fact that we all really like watching leaks or reading leaks, or getting them. Do you think that despite the fact that we all enjoy that, maybe we should be less amped about them because they are maybe not oftentimes, but sometimes connected to some form of malpractice? Yeah, I mean, it's a—it's obviously like, I think that's part of the excitement. Like, you know it's wrong. Like, you shouldn't <laughs> be doing this. Like, like it's a it, it's it's a weird it like a, heart, it's a weird emotion right. it's a weird thing it's just like oh, I shouldn't be looking at this right now I'm like I'm gonna look anyway and you know like you do those things but I think that I work in technology and knowing the importance of like keeping trade secrets there and like what like that stuff looks like yeah and then every year you see stuff about the next iPhone or the next Pixel or any of those things. And it really can disrupt and change shit. And it's like, well, they're copying this person or doing that. Like, there's a lot of bad things that come from it. And a lot of work that goes on, like, trying to control the narrative. And, like, we use the example in our Discord about the iPhone 4 leaking and how that was left, like, in in a bar and, like, what that looked like. Um, It's just, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
one of the big points of contention for our conversation before, um, because I feel like it's at least worth bringing that up, was that um, Bleeding Edge trailer that had the giant confidential watermark on it that was clearly recorded by somebody who'd stuck their phone into their shirt pocket and hit record while they were watching a closed behind doors video. Um, I was really upset about that. And I don't mean like I was emotional, but like to me that existing and the means with which it was captured and then shared by a person I don't think we yet know who it was. Um, it was it was malpractice to me. Like, and if the person was a journalist, it was journalistic malpractice to me because it's like most of the leaks that we get. Like, say even the Bando Namkai one, like Bando Namkai, Bandai Bando Namco, Bando and, and Kazooie. Is who you're talking Bando about. And Bando and Namkai and Kazooie. Yeah. <laughs> no, even the the Bandai Namco one that you know gave us a, 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 the confirmation we were seeing Elden Ring and stuff like that. Like those, that was a mistake in the site. Not, not somebody doing something unethical. It was something that was stumbled across and was like, "Oh, look at this! Here, look at this!" Um, and yeah, like it would have caused some issues for Bandai Namco for sure. They had to figure out how to, you know, plug that security gap. But the bleeding edge thing was in a room where there's a degree of trust between people. Yep. Something signed, and the watermark says confidential. So like. Legally, what is happening in that room is not to leave that room, and somebody literally bootlegged it. Something that people are arrested for in, in movie. Or theaters. it could have been somebody who wasn't in that locked door, like somebody who maybe just had like access that knew what was going on, like somebody that just happened to be in the area. Like who the fuck? I mean, it could have been, and that's really shitty. Like it makes it even worse to think about like shaking hands did this to each other, but it could have been somebody that maybe was just like working in the building or something like that that wasn't like on that level of like investment with that project yeah maybe i don't know man like maybe somebody had a bad fucking day maybe they got fired and they had that shit well and didn't didn't our chat kind of center around was it okay for these news outlets to actually be displaying the video reporting that images that was my big i don't mind if they report it and if they come out and they're like yeah this happened this is it but to blatantly show the footage (coughs) Yep. Seems I think it's fine. Really? I Why mean, do you think it's, it's fine? Because it's already out. Somebody already put that out. What does any news coverage ever do? They just take the same footage and blast it with their own side of the story on it. Like right, you can't, yeah. you I can't mean, take it back. That. It's already, it's already on the internet. They didn't this... post it, but but why not? Okay, but so I I think you know as a society we should be hold ourselves to a higher standard, like. Yeah, report on what happened, it leaked, but don't actually put a link in your journalistic website to the video footage. Like, that well, makes no sense at all. Because I think we can just call a Kotaku for that. Yeah. Like, that's what happened. Like, and then they acted like it was no big deal. Yep. And yeah, and Corey Barlog was like, motherfucker, it was a Dude, big deal. Not only did they do that, like, the fucking, like, thumbnail was legitimately yeah. the confidential screen. That was what they were on every major platform. That's what they were sharing. Right? Yeah. So I and so that was rough. Yeah, I, I, and Sarge, I understand your point, man. Like it's out there, it's media, but just like uh, you know, like when there's mass murderers and stuff, they they try some organizations not used to not say the name, and now people will say the name and give all these details about that. Right. It's kind of it seems like we just keep getting lower down. Like, hey, we used to hold this as like 
we're not going to promote it because by not promoting it, we're tr- right. It has some effect on stemming it. And now yeah, we're trying like, to we're trying to pass judgment by not saying it or not showing it. Right. But but what if what if when this was leaked, Kotaku was the first one to see it. And they're like, no, no, we're not going to go ahead. We're not going to do it. But their competitor found it and posted it up first. Now that, yeah, compa- that now, see see now Kotaku had that I don't know twenty minute head start to where this could have been posted and all of their viewers could have already seen this. And now, you know, if if somebody's so more on wanting to go to Kotaku instead of the competitor to get the news, they're gonna be like, oh, well, it looks like they're on the down low on more of what's going on. So I'm gonna go check these guys out more often than I am Kotaku. Do you think that would still be the case if they at least reported about it but didn't show the video? Yeah, never mind. That question answers itself. Well, I mean, people can go where the video is. Well, yes because they want to know. I mean, they want to know exactly what they're talking about. Could talk and be like, "Oh, there was a video released earlier today," and then there's no video link, but somebody else has the link is with an even better story based on what the actual video had on it. I I think where it gets a little bit scarier too for these people on the receiving end of it. Um, a lot of times if they have a major news site like Kotaku, Polygon, any of those sharing this, that sometimes they're just sharing a tweet that is like from some fucking random person that like has this shit. And so they've added the validity that people trust now. Like, well, if, if Kotaku is putting this out there, it has to be true. Like this has to be a thing versus like, was this shopped? Was that not? Like, I think it's, yeah, I think it gets interesting and like, it adds a level of seriousness or it confirms it makes things that could be like a rumor or a leak seem very real and i think that's the damaging part here sure so i want to i want to comment on something in the chat real quick um luigi said just as a reminder news is entertainment that so it's not news absolutely is not entertainment News is relevant information that is disseminated to the public to create an informed populace. It is not entertainment. It has become entertainment in many cases, um, but like straight up news, you don't read a newspaper because it's entertaining. You read a newspaper because it's it's news. It's interesting information that will help you go about your day in a in a more informed way. And so I think that that's actually maybe... And Luigi, I'm not trying to come down hard on you. Uh, I'm not trying to be a jerk. But, like, I think that might be part of this issue is that, like, a lot of people think that for a news site to stay relevant, they have to be entertaining rather than just giving you information that are facts. Um, and that's not a... that What I just said is not a pure... It's not a distillation of that idea. It's just word vomit. But like, well, I think part of that is from the big news cable companies, right? They, if you actually sure. look at their programming, very few of their shows are actually uh, labeled as news shows. Most of them are opinion based right. news, and so yes, their distinction there is very small because they're trying to make it sound like everything is news. But I think as a public, we're getting. Um, less concerned or, or less educated on some of this stuff and um, there's no longer a distinction between hey this is an actual news program that's on a news channel like 5 o'clock news on KCK versus some dudes just give, spouting off his opinion and definitely slanting it one way instead of presenting the facts and letting the viewer take what they make their opinion or talk right. us I have think- a discussion about it 
I think there's a few things that get a little scary. One is when it's left to an individual to have to interpret like what this is or what it's supposed to be or where it comes from. Like that's where it gets really, really muddy. And then like, I'll use us as an example. Um, we have a pretty decent group of people that tune in to check our stuff out that we talk about every week. And absolutely none of us that I think like, maybe not, but I'm pretty sure none of us are like working on a level of like in the know is like Kotaku or like having resources, having people we can call up or like have interviews and that shit. We're literally consuming this news written secondhand and then giving our opinion on it, reacting to it. Like, and sometimes with a lot of conviction and like for me, like it gets to a point where it's like, well, fuck man. Like I know we covered this. We talked about this and I'm talking to people that are believing what we're saying right now, which I hope they do. Like we try to be honest and genuine here, but we're also not on the level of like having informants or news channels that feed us information. Like we literally all work jobs. We all have families and we try to consume this shit between all of it. And there's a lot of times that like we're putting together bits and pieces of headlines or quick, you know, 140 uh, character comments on Twitter and shit like that. Like it's a bizarre fucking time because everybody can create, everybody can hear, and stuff moves so much faster. And I think that's where the damage comes in. Like, if a newspaper ran a headline 15 years ago in the newspaper, like, there was a period in time where they could control it a bit more and get in front of it. But now, if one person who has, like, 5,000-plus followers because they're an influencer with, like, not a whole lot of information on, like, what went into it, they've now informed and impressed, like, that group of people... And now there's even more damage control being done. I think it's a, a lot of things kind of firing off at once that's really fucking with us. Yeah. Yeah. So I had one instance in my life where I, have, I was privy to information that the public did not know in relation to a game. Uh, and it was because I had an acquaintance from Comic-Con when I went in 2012 who uh, was working on games and I... I haven't talked to this person in years, but when uh, I talked to them, they were living in Santa Monica and working with Sony Santa Monica, and somehow, through them and one other person, and I, the other person was, like, I was writing for a blog at the time that summer, uh, it's convoluted, but for whatever reason, I knew Respawn had gotten rights to a Star Wars game. And Stig Osmussen was going to leave Sony Santa Monica and stop working working on God of War to work on Star Wars. Uh, I didn't talk about that because, one, I didn't feel like I had an audience, too. But also, two, I felt like it might be wrong. Um, mostly because it seemed like it was something that was going to get an announcement. And I didn't want to, like, spoil that. It seemed like a good announcement. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's weird. I didn't... You might take that from someone. someone yeah, I didn't. Gonna be able I didn't to go report on, on that. To do though. that. Yeah, you know? because the reality is that wasn't information that would give us any information, right? right. It would just be like, oh, Star Wars and Stig Osmussen, cool. And then you know, six months later or whatever, whenever I don't remember the exact timeline, but later that got announced, and it was literally those facts. Right. And I ran through the process in my head of like, what does telling people a few months before they want to tell people do? Well, and in, um, yeah, in the chat, I think we started distinguishing too. You know, there's these leaks that um, where there's a criminal nature to what's happening, maybe mm-hmm. in, yeah. in terms of they're leaking information because some criminal activity happened, right? Those right. seem to be generally consensus. Okay, right? Like nobody has a problem with that. In your case, the the, the scenario you're describing is like this is going to come out. 
it, there's nothing wrong there's no wrongdoing here so why are we ruining why are we going to ruin this and then rush the announcement and everything right. else that to Bobby's it, point and, and that's not it, saying I would have even had the ability to make the announcement rushed right but like that idea like you said was in my head well you could have easily like, gone to Kotaku or somebody and said hey sure. why don't you you want to have a cool Let's piece of coffee. information here you go yeah we've got a couple of sources let's talk uh, and I also it's like I think it's important to note that like here on the show like from time to time we're going to talk talk about shit that like really has to deal with like more ambiguity and like decency and shit sure. like that and by no means are any of us trying to impress like a moral compass to you like you feel about this shit however you want to like we're discussing it because obviously like there's some different passions that we each bring to it yeah and, uh, Caleb you you have a degree in journalism and right. like that's a big deal to you yeah um, I was about you said you're not trying to we're not trying to impress any morals around somebody anybody and I was like I kinda am I want but, people I mean, to be that's, like, that's not our but, job like, right no I'm not gonna like make that my platform for and sure. we're not judging anybody that's yeah, no. so like you bring what you want to bring to it, and like obviously, if you enjoy leaks or if you hate leaks or if you have that, like, yeah. tell us the story why. I think that's super important. But by the end of the the end of the show, like, we don't want you to feel like this has been our agenda on why leaks are bad or leaks are good or anything like right, that. Right, right. And like Bobby said, I consume leaks like it's fucking candy. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, what is this? Give me every one of them, man. Ugh, and I, I feel nasty and dirty every time I eat it. <laughs> it's like leftover feel- fucking pizza, man. Like leftover pizza shit. doesn't make me feel nasty. It makes on me like feel a few days economical. after, I'm not talking about like day after pizza. I'm talking like you got home, you're fucking tired. You can put, you can Four cook all the shit pizza. you bought at the beginning of the week that you thought you were gonna make, and you're like, man, there's that pizza from a week ago. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm having. Yo, I it's literally like little ate Caesars too. It's like the worst pizza. Oh, yeah. a week That's later. fucking terrible. I literally ate week old. Uh, barbecue chicken. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. I, I have ago. like a bad social interaction somewhere outside of work or whatever. I'm like, man, you're the person that's forcing me to eat week old pizza tonight. Thanks a lot for that. Like, <laughs> really appreciate it. I'm going to go awesome. home emotionally taxed and you're going to make me eat dog yeah, shit food. I'm going to eat dog shit pizza and I can make fucking, you know, grilled chicken with asparagus or something like that. <laughs> I'm eating fucking old pizza. I could eat healthy, but you fucked it up. <laughs> you fucked me. All those people from E3, that's what I'm talking about, man. That's the problem. They're eating week old pizza because people ruined their fucking lives for a few days. Yep. 100%. That's what happens when you when you fucking read a leak, you make somebody eat shitty pizza. I hope you're all happy with yourselves. If they even get the pizza. No, yeah, they get a fucking lunchable pizza. <laughs> oh. oh, God! <laughs> Is that even cheese in there? No. We, no. No, it's it's like sterilized plastic yeah, I hope the chat does feel dirty. We should. We're all monsters because we're fucking people's lives up <laughs> with, with lunchable pizzas right now. Uh, and we Luigi can't stop ourselves. Ago, we can't at all. Luigi a second ago said, we all have our personal minds. You can take away what you want. That's why I enjoy being a human. Yes. Hell yeah. That is what Bobby is trying to say. Like You can either be we, Luigi or Gooigi. You pick. Don't be Gooigi unless you want to feel dirty inside. <laughs> Which I guess we all feel dirty, so we're all Gooigi right now. I am Gooigi? Is that... Is that the sequel to I Am Legend? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are they remaking it again? No. <laughs> I would love if somebody oh, actually man. did uh, an I Am Legend that was close to the books, but that's a completely different topic. Um, I put away our questions. Uh, okay, so based on all of this, do you have you? I'm gonna start over. Do you guys have an example or maybe a feeling that any leak you've seen has damaged the final product? Has any leak been so hype-gathering 
that the end product changed. Or fuck, dude. Well, that's, brought, that's almost a hype conversation. You brought up a conversation. You brought up um, at the barbecue. No, after the barbecue. No, it was at the barbecue. You what were talking. We were, t- we were talking about Corey and Jason's exchange, and yeah. um, like Corey was obviously like very passionate about the secrecy and the importance of that. And then you talked about like, could you imagine if like you would have heard about like the the God of War that we got in a way that wasn't like that, that wasn't him that wasn't Kratos walking out of walking the fucking, out of the fucking shadows. Yeah. Yeah, like you brought that up. And I think that, like, that's a really good point. And I think, Ryan, you talked about it earlier about, like, the damaging aspects of it. I think we've all brought that up. If I, I'm not saying that there was one, but, like, that's what I first think of. Like, if I would have had that leaked, that would have fucking ruined that for me. And I would have been really pissed about it. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that would have that Does that actually damage the final product or just your experience? Well, I mean, like, it, well, I think that's kind of one and the same. Personally, interesting. Like, okay, yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. the final product for me is now ruined. Sure, Luigi so, in the chat said that the iPhone Seven uh, was like that for him, learning through a leak that the headphone jack was gone, and then it actually being gone. Um, yep, that ruined the final product. Maybe for him. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Fair I don't enough. care about headphone jacks because I have AirPods because I'm a bougie motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, no, I get that though. No, but I get that completely. Yeah, I, and I, I don't think I got the iPhone Seven initially. I had a, I kept my six like an extra year because I didn't know about it, and then I was like, man, eh, fuck it, I'll get the Seven Plus, and then did it. Yeah, I think I almost view it as when the leak comes out, if it is so negative that uh, the public sentiment for the game or the gamer sentiment for it turns so bad that they don't buy the game that then the developers can't ultimately fix things and, and get it to the point where they want to recover it. I consider that like the long-term damaging. I'm not sure beyond that what... There's not many leaks that I could see where you're going to damage the long-term... Did No Man's Sky... Is No Man's Sky a victim of this? I don't think it's a leak. I think Because that all the details that were, that were overhyped were all extrapolated from conversations that... Uh, fuck! I can't remember the guy at Hello Games' name. Sean something. Um, but they're all com- they were all extrapolated from conversations he had about what he wanted to do in the future, and they were taken out of context and sent into the the wild as facts. Uh, like, ooh, this person, the, this guy says that this is going to be what's in No Man's Sky, and that like wasn't what he said. Is that a so? Leak? That's misreporting. Yeah, I think that's yeah. That's just misreporting? Okay. Um, well, no, I, gotta, I mean, I, it's a leak of information, but it's, like, on top of it, misreporting what he's actually saying. It's a leak saying. of bad information. Yeah. Um, I got an answer to your question, Caleb. Half-Life 2. That was the most damaging leak, I think. Interesting. I don't remember that at all. Uh, the, the entire, like, source code was leaked a month before the game came out. Fuck. That, yeah, that's... Yeah. That was a big fucking deal. Um, it can oh and it was God. it was tracked back to like an individual, also. So like there was just a lot that went into it. They basically broke into the servers there at Valve, and got that shit, and like released it. Like think about how big Half Life Two is and like how important that game is to people, and like to have the source code. Like and then at that time, like how much work went into making that game. Yeah, and to yeah. have like the source code leaked online, like that's got to be a fucking gut punch. Like for them. Which I wasn't even thinking about developers when I was, you know, when this shit was going down. Like, I was fucking content hungry. I was yeah. a little brat. But, yeah. like, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a pretty big fucking deal. 
to have the source code leak an entire month before it. Well, yeah. So the I think the I don't know consensus is then that like we haven't seen much in terms of a leak actually damage what is released, but it damages our perception. Our perception, yeah, mm-hmm. our idea of what we're getting. Right. I think like this also applies to bad first showings. Like this so oh, feels can this I, conversation feels so much like the conversation Bobby we had about Avengers. Like Avengers felt yeah. like leaked footage. It didn't feel like a real fucking and it soured a lot of people. Yeah, and rightfully I think, so. It's not very good. Yeah, I think that's that is a pretty good example of like when a leak goes bad, <laughs> but it wasn't a leak at all. Like it's just yeah. fucking wild to me. Like, like they showed a thing and we were like, "Could you actually take that back? We don't <laughs> wait. So show us later." So I think that's to my point where they they've now shown something that seems to have a lot of negative sentiment around it. Will they be able to change that narrative between now and launch so that enough people buy back into the game early enough? So that they can continue creating their vision for what that yeah. series or or that particular game is going to be. That's what. Did, sure. Do you remember when Fallout seventy six like I don't know like four or five days before it actually launched, uh, Bethesda put out like that open letter to the fans about like, hey, this game's going to have bugs in it. Uh, it's something brand fucking new that we've never done before. Which to me, like knowing what we got from Fallout seventy six when it <laughs> launched, like. What you brought up about No Man's Sky earlier, this was them trying to say, fuck, maybe we we said some shit we shouldn't have said. Uh, <laughs> here's what you're actually buying and you've already given us your money for. Okay, thanks, bye, enjoy. We'll patch it when we can. <laughs> and then, like, that, you know, No Man's Sky, which, again, they were fucking sending death threats to that team. Yeah, after yeah, that game, Like, man. that shit was, like, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, this is the, the level of, like, M- emotion. Yes, like oh, it's bad. you were going to just say emotion. Sweet yeah, emotion. I was. <laughs> it yeah. is just a bug. It's one big bug. Yeah, Sarge bought an Xbox One X that came with Fallout seventy six, and Sarge, um, is that still in the shrink wrap? <laughs> it's on the ready. Yeah, had it on hand. Oh shit, <laughs> guys! I played that game during the free play week during E three and uh, uninstalled it when I got done that night. Yeah. I read the packaging and I was like, no. I don't know, man. Like, I. <laughs> woof. No. Yeah. Big woof. Yeah, that game was a swing and a miss for me. Um, I'm just dirty, man. Like, I'm going to tell you, I watch leaks and I consume leaks, but I also, like, feel for leaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think that's, like, the. That's the uh, I can't look away thing. Yeah. It's, it's not even, like, a, a culture. It's not, like, a can't look away culture. It's just, like, human nature. That's why horror movies are. A thing. That's why uh, American Idol was popular. The like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. I can't stop watching yeah. it. Um, I think that applies to leaks, and especially, especially to people that like care about the things that are being leaked. Is like, we all watched the Bleeding Edge leak, and I was like, this fucking sucks. I don't. But I can't fucking wait to see it tomorrow. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Uh, and I don't think I watched the leak all the way through, even. I don't think I watched... I was like, this looks cool. I want to hear it with music and without this big dumb word on it. Cool. Like, I got an idea from it. And I know most people aren't... I'm not expecting people to do that. And I'm not saying most people are like that, but... Don't was you your wow it? factor after? So you saw... You, you watched the confidential video. 
was the wow factor when you saw what they actually had with all the prettiness of it did do you think it would have been higher had you just seen that raw or could yeah. or is it not possible to tell no it would have been better because when it, when it was happening I was like I, I remember seeing this I remember seeing this and this person's name was Miko and blah 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 right. and like if I had just been if we had just sat down for the the Microsoft conference and that just started playing I would be like what the what fuck is, is this, this? Yeah. yeah and instead I was like ooh we're getting an Overwatch type melee style game <laughs> but don't that, you think too that like you almost have to spoil yourself from being spoiled like we are so again like that's why I mentioned about like the community that we're in, like and being so connected and shit. If we would have hopped on Twitter, you know, you would have saw images from that. Somebody would have fucking texted you something. Yeah, you would have gotten something on Discord. You would have saw an email come through. Oh, like, I got it through Discord. Well, I wasn't the one that found it. it got I shared. shared it. I shared it. <laughs> Fuck you, Bobby. <laughs> I told you guys I'm a fucking monster. In the, Caleb, nerdy, Caleb, in the nerdy bits Caleb Discord. Was, no less. He wants to spoil it for himself anyway. I mean, that's why. Yeah. Every I'm every. Spoil it on my terms. Everything that popped up on E3, even at the beginning, he was like, I'm not going to say what it is as soon as I see it. But as soon as something started playing, (laughs) he's naming everything out. It's like, dude, you're trying to spoil it for yourself every single time. And then you're like, okay, it's not that great now. It's just, it's it's controlling (laughs) what you consume. Like, you know, you're going to see it. So you might as well, like, see what it is, formulate your own opinion rather than somebody being like, yo, this is. Like, think about this. Like, had you not watched... Because I don't think... Was it Sketch who didn't watch the uh, the Square thing live? He, no, yeah, the Final Fantasy Seven, right? He watched it late, yeah. Got it. So what I was saying is, like... Could have you imagine like, coming into a conversation about what was going on, like, the reactions that were happening for Avengers? If you didn't get to see it live, like, you would immediately be seeing something about, like, Avengers and, like, bad reaction where it's like, well, fuck, now I'm going to think, like, what I'm seeing is bad. Yep. Because that's what I've already been told. I like that. So when I go to yeah. a thing and I and everyone says it's bad, I'm like, cool, no expectations, which means I'm impressed by mediocre. Um, that's how, that's how fucking... Does it almost turn you the other way, though? You're like, everybody thinks this is so bad, I'm going to find out, or I'm going to point out it's- what's so good about it. It's got well. It's got levels. Sure, it's got levels. So like, I've been told things are very bad, and gone into them like, mm, see how it is. I think Man of Steel was an example of that. People were like, it's fucking dumb, and I didn't like Superman, and mm-hmm. I went and saw that movie, and I was like, this movie is actually kind of fucking dope. Um, but then I've also heard things are bad from enough people and stayed away, like Fallout seventy six. Um, I don't know if I've ever gone into something with the idea that it's bad and been like, I'm going to prove that it's not. Yeah. Except for whenever Bobby brings up Red Dead, because I want to throttle him because he didn't like it. Hey. <laughs> I, I like the good the good part the, on the dialogue uh, that we didn't get into a whole lot when we were talking about it the other day with the Avengers is it would have been more constructive or productive had we been talking about, okay, well, what specifically about it has you that much down besides just the artwork or, or whatever it is is it like the animations of the characters obviously Bobby I think got into it a little bit with you're playing an Avengers game mm-hmm. and you're they're, what they're showing you is constantly switching that to me would have been your chance to show okay maybe one or two minutes playing as two or three characters and then boom all of a right. sudden your Avenger yeah. squad's with you like yeah. I don't know so uh, when you're I think again like Bobby was saying, you know, everybody has their own opinion. But as we talk about these things, it's kind of like we got to challenge each other on, all right, well, what really don't you like? Like, 
instead of just going if you're one of those people that you hear it's bad and you're just saying oh i heard it's bad try and challenge the people talking about it bad or challenge yourself to to figure out what you thought was bad about it i don't know yeah so it's a good point yeah yeah it's it's definitely a good point um in the the age of the internet and being the people that we all are I remember going to movies and loving the trailers because mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of shit I never saw. Does being on the internet just desensitize us overall to content? That's a dumb question because obviously it does. But like, now I don't really care if I miss the previews at a movie because I'm very rarely surprised by a preview I haven't seen. Because like, yeah, that's I'm, on, a great I'm on the internet all the time. Uh, yeah. trailers, so, trailers were my favorite things about going to the movies. Yes! I used to get pissed when we showed up late to movies because yep. I was like, what do they fucking show for trailers Dude, that I missed? Like, Especially if your of, friends are like, the best trailer at the beginning oh, and mom and dad get you there late and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Sarah and I literally <laughs> three nights a mom, week will watch, uh, we just load up the trailers app on Apple TV yeah, yeah. and just watch all the new trailers. Like That's one of our favorite things to do. I love it. Like, I, we're obsessed with it. Yep. I love it. There are, so, sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was no, going to just ahead, say about the movies is like the experience there of though experiencing that versus now screens are getting better right monitors uh, phone screens all that are getting better so that experience is nicer but like that was the premiere experience if you when they were showing that the only way to get that premiere experience was to go see the trailer in the theater where now yeah most of these cell phones apple samsung all of them the screens are so high res and in the fidelity not fidelity but like the contrast and stuff it just looks good do you remember yeah. back in 2008 when I Am Legend came out and at the beginning of that movie they had the opening sequence of The Dark Knight? Yes. Oh. And you had to go see it in IMAX. And Fuck, like, no, because I didn't go see it in IMAX. So if you saw an I, if you saw I Am Legend in IMAX, you got to see the, the jail, <laughs> or the, the bank you, heist. Why would you go see that movie in IMAX? Because they were oh, advertising the this. They were liter- like, literally, huh. dude, when I went and saw it, uh, I drove over to see it when I was still living in Illinois. I went over to Ronnie's in South uh, County here in St. Yeah. Louis. Such a good theater, man. Dude, was there the was best. people that like legitimately had just fucking lined the walls. Like they were like a group, like little groups of people trying to watch that trailer. And this was like, if you recall, the original trailer for The Dark Knight, the full one, where you got, you finally got to see Heath. That leaked online. Yeah, they had a really cool campaign going up for that movie on the way that they were advertising it, where they, they had a website that looked like a fucking newspaper. And they had an article, like if, like they flipped the page finally, in the bottom corner there was an actual like fucking shitty-ass trailer you'd pull behind your vehicle. And they're like, you've seen the fake one, come and experience the real trailer for the first time. And they debuted it on their website that night after the leak, like Warner Brothers did. And I remember like loading that thing down in 720p, watching it like frame by frame through QuickTime, because I'd watched the fucking, you know sandpaper fuzzy one so yeah. much but like that was one of the most like hype things I'd ever like that was when hype was maximum for me because I didn't have I was not desensitized yet and like fuck man like seeing that shit in the theater and I happened to go there and do it like we talked about like the video game releases like going and waiting at midnight and like yeah. the energy you get from that shit like that's what it was it is unfortunate that in the digital age we've lost a lot of that because of it yeah I wish I wish there's a way to f- to repopularize midnight releases of the games. I think it might be possible. Like I don't I don't know. This is completely a tangent, but I love it. Um, I don't know. Like there's a, a few game 
uh, barcades in St. Louis, mm-hmm. but none of them focus on anything but cabinets. And right, most yep. of the time, the cabinets are... Yeah. Um, like, Star Bar has Killer Queen, and that's fucking dope. But Xbox is getting Killer Queen now, too, so that's even cooler. Yep. Um, but the the idea of having a an arcade, a barcade, that's not just cabinets, but it's, like, console stuff, and having, like, a midnight launch party for fucking Halo Infinite... Where you have a bunch of systems and a bunch of people that can they can all jump into multiplayer like as soon as the game releases like that seems cool, right? But I don't even know if that would work because so many people want to do that on their profile. Man, I think the last time we're, we're going to get something like that, probably like remotely close to it, is going to be next November, whenever the new hardware comes out. You're going to have Xbox, PlayStation. That was the last midnight release I was at Xbox yeah, One. Same. Yep, Xbox One. At, the, so, at the gallery of Microsoft Store. Yeah, man. Like, I think that that's going to be a, a big thing. Like, I think that uh, I, I definitely think a company like GameStop is probably looking at that similarly. Like, this is going to be a, if we can make it to that point, it's going to be a great thing. Um, and like, <laughs> I don't know if GameStop's making it to fall next year, boys. Yeah, I. I can't. To yeah. your point, I, I think you know the generations are getting older, and so I think we'll get more of these things. But nobody's yet figured out um, how do you create this high level experience. Well, to do what you're talking about, Caleb, where and Bobby get the fandom going, but how do you do it? And maybe it's not midnight releases. Maybe it's eight o'clock, seven o'clock releases where this older crowd can come. You have nice couches. Maybe you even bring your Xbox in, and they have copies of the game to throw in or something. And uh, TVs all set up so that you can do this group activity. Everybody gets to experience it. To your point, you get to do it on your profile. Although that should be easier in the next one, meaning you should be able to sign into any of these boxes. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But build that experience, and the midnight is hard. As we get older, you got responsibilities that we talked about at the top of the hour. You got kids. You you, you got work. You totally. got all this, <laughs> all these things going on. Where Sorry maybe to get that soon. Yeah, pretty soon. Where is he down? Sarge is like, my life's not going to change at all. It's like, nope. well. Dude, I got a fucking puppy, and I haven't been able to keep my schedule up at all. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking I, puppy. I would love to experiment with that. You know, there's a there's a local a game baby? shop. No, uh, no, no. Having a puppy? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. He's like, nope. I'm uh, done with that. Maybe the puppy. No kids. Maybe the puppy. Yeah. Um, there's local game shops, and we've talked about going to there and, and getting it. The problem is, is they close slightly too soon. They're like ten o'clock closing. I'm like, all right, guys, I can't even get out of the house till eight or nine. Yep. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna make the effort to come to your shop and have a this group experience, then y'all, yeah, for sure. Otherwise, we'll just go to somebody's house. Guys, we should definitely all have. We should all go to the same place to get our Scarlet. Okay. I mean, Johnny and I it. did that last year for, or not last year, my God, when the PS4 came out, we had an awesome night doing that. We were at the West County Mall when GameStop was there, and they had like this big thing at the food court going. It was pretty fucking neat. Yeah. But I'm down for that for sure. Like, uh, I, mean, I, yeah. I will day and date pick that up. If the you Microsoft store is still there, the Galleria was having all sorts of swag too. Yeah, that's that's That would be a fun place to get it, but I'm going to try and trade some shit into GameStop. Oh, I they got to make it to the fall for me, man. I got, I got some shit to offload. Yep. <laughs> They've got to make it, he says. <laughs> SOS. Come on, GameStop. So, Save my system. I'm going to get that fucking Tyrone... Scratch from Chappelle show up from the GameStop. <laughs> yeah. You all got any more of those trade ins? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yo, Luigi, when that when that date comes, we'll organize something and have a nerdy bits fucking. Yo, let's just go there and see if we can sponsor it with him. There you go. <laughs> Holy shit, that would be insane. Yes, absolutely. I don't uh, know sorry, you were about to say you something. Need the nerdy bits sponsorship. So I got I got yeah. <laughs> I got two questions for today's topic. So go for it. So you were asking when did it damage the final product, but when did when was there a time that a leak like helped it? So that's one. That's the first question. Because that's a good that's a good question. Because sure. I, and I'm Apex. just talking media wise. Apex for sure. Yeah, Apex for sure. I'm talking media in general, not just games, but um, Deadpool, the first Deadpool that came out. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody hated Deadpool from X Men Origins Wolverine. They hated yeah. it. They said Hardcore. it was the worst thing ever, and they leaked. Or the story got leaked for the actual Deadpool movie coming out, and it like revamped the whole thing. And well, they, they also got a, leaked that uh, that movie him leaked. jumping into the car. Yeah, the Comic Con. It was at Comic Con, right? When they leaked, the footage. yeah, yeah, they released it at Comic Con. Yeah, until do you remember Ryan that that movie that you're talking about, the actual movie that Wolverine Origins. That whole movie leaked without the completed CGI scenes. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I I watched that movie. Without the CGI and like there was, a, <laughs> why? Why would you do that? I'm not trying to fucking like side rail this, but like legitimately, like you have to know some context here. I legitimately thought that what you saw with Deadpool in that movie was just unfinished CGI. <laughs> oh my god! Because of the lines and yes, shit. Yes. And so, <laughs> so by the time I saw that actual movie, I'm in the theater like, what the fuck is? <laughs> <laughs> that's real? <laughs> like, oh. legitimately, like, that's the fucking shit that, like, you want to talk oh, about leaks? that's incredible. That's I, there was a period in time where I thought that I was actually going to get Deadpool the way he's looking now. <laughs> from that <laughs> shit pile of a movie. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh. incredible. You were in the theater like, hold the fuck on. This is the this is what they wanted it to look At like? what point yeah. were you like, this? this is it? Was it no, just, there'd be a part where like you'd see like fucking Hugh Jackman like run, like jumping like Wolverine and then like it just cuts and he's like sliding on a mat by a green screen like where he landed from the jump. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It sounds like, like this, a Tim and Eric skit. Oh, into dude, a Wolverine it, movie. Like I was gonna say, like there was a time oh, when shit. on Adult Swim when it became April first at midnight, they showed the room, and the first time I saw the room was on uh, fucking. Adult Swim at midnight on April's Fools. And during every sex scene, they just put these giant black bars on the screen. Like, you'd see, like, this yeah. much of Tommy Wusaw. And, like, it was fucking wild. That's what watching the leak of Wolverine was like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Like, Holy I had to, I had no, you're fine. That. That's, no, that's, that's incredible. That's a really good fucking story. Uh, also, you're a dirty person because you watched the I'm whole so fucking dirty, leaked man. Wolverine movie without <laughs> special effects. But to I'm be like, fair, he did go see it in theaters and got slightly no. I'm, no, I'm he was fucking Ace Ventura coming out of the rubber room. rhino dirty. That's what kind of dirty person I am. Just give me a peek of this. Let me see what I'm looking at here. God, um, I'm trying to think of other times that, to answer Ryan's actual question. I'm trying to think of other times that like hype helped. Um, Apex. <laughs> Apex, 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 yeah, of Apex. Course, of course, and that was incredible. Um, and what's even crazier is that map leaked a year before the game got announced, and everybody was like, uh, "Battle Royale from Titan from Nah," and then nobody paid attention to it. Um, uh, what about what about the 
The Cyberpunk didn't leak though. Yep, years ago they got images. Um, uh, CD Projekt Red like was being held ransom. I'm pretty sure that was them. Like they basically, said, hey, we got some of your shit. We're gonna leak it, and they're like, we're not giving you money. And it's some of the like early imagery for that game. Like nothing. I remember like, that. Yep. It was well, it wasn't anything like video footage. It was like character designs leaked. So like we, that's the other thing. Like we've known for like six or seven years what these people are gonna look like, or at least a variation of them. Yeah. And it's been fucking. That was rough too, but sure. hype too. Hype, I mean, man. People got super hyped for that. Apex yeah. map like leaked a year before it came out. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Is that and, like oh, nobody paid attention that, to yeah, it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's a good point. That like sometimes leaks don't fucking yeah. get traction. What about the? Did we get no the whole battle the, royale genre from leaks? Did PUBG get leaked early and then they just kind of put it out there? I can't remember. I don't know. Have to, I'll go look that up later. That would be a very appropriate thing for Battle Royale. <laughs> it just it just dropped. What were you saying, uh, Sarge? What about what? So what about the the leaks before E3 of 2018, the Walmart leaks, that didn't leak a single game for E3 18, but they were all games for this year? Oh, that's a good point. I don't think that made anything better. Because they had no, it didn't make anything fucking better because it said Splinter Cell. Because they had, yeah, it did say, it did say Splinter Cell, but it also and said no Borderlands three and and Rage two and Gears five. Yeah, Gears five was inevitable. Forza Rage Horizon two was 4. weird. It was that wasn't released at that time. The yeah, Rage pack. two was weird because I didn't think Rage one was <laughs> good enough. And Assassin's um, Creed with that stupid uh, keychain release or whatever. That, they that, was, that, was an, that was an employee at GameStop who took a picture of a keychain at GameStop oh, yeah, that was Odyssey. in a post-dated box yeah. of yeah. a Spartan helmet because yeah. it, GameStop hires dweebs, well, obviously. They also uh, not a lot. That's my point. Yeah, they, they <laughs> hire not great, not great employees sometimes, not most of the times, uh, and they don't pay well enough for people to be like, I'm if, I lose, if I lose this job, I won't survive. They're just like, I'll just get a job at McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying, Bobby? No, I was just talking. I was like commenting on. Uh, I think they because Ragnarok leaked as well for um, the next Assassin's Creed, so they've had that happen twice now. That didn't really leak though. That was someone who found it in the division, right? Someone in the in the division found a picture of a of a. Uh, Somebody Nordic. ran some reports though on like. What the, let me see if I can find him really quick. Yeah, they found a picture in the Division 2 that was a guy holding a piece of Eden that was like a saint from Norway or some shit. And they were like, was this a Viking? Is it going to be a Viking game? And I think Ubisoft was like, yeah. I don't know. Ubisoft's really loose with Assassin's Creed details because those games are always so crazy town banana pants. Um, one? that yeah what Star Citizen didn't they leak the footage before they actually put out the full footage now the game's the game that's been in development for eight years but I mean the hype that the positive hype they got after that was pretty good yeah well that's that's I think that might have been on purpose no yeah well and so that's where it's tough to tell what are what are these leaks that are actual leaks versus are they just putting out a slightly crappier leak to then act like oh no no here it is guys because like Deadpool they had the video footage, right? But then almost within an hour or two, they're like, here you go, everybody. Here's the actual real footage. Yeah. So was that actually like somebody malfeasance or was that like a PR thing? Like, 
Hey. So, like, pay attention because yeah. it'll, it'll look even better in a second. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's well, and that's that's what my se- my second question was going to be: Are leaks oh, like so? Like for video games, like there's there's a meta that's going on. So is like leaks the meta for marketing now? Like, are these all Weird. intentional? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I mean, probably but, an argument you could make that some, if not a lot, are. I mean, maybe maybe not like the copyright one that came out, like with the, sure. the like the the watermark on or anything. But like, why even wouldn't that? You, I wouldn't say it couldn't be. Right? Why wouldn't you do it? Like, what what's stopping you from just giving a little tease? Like, hey, Tom from sales, go ahead and just send this video out real quick for me. Like, something because some. Somebody that it doesn't matter that sends it out, but they're not going to get in trouble for doing it. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the only time that would be reflect badly is if somebody leaked something that wasn't ready to be shown yeah. differently. And, to, right. and like, what's up? Uh, I was going to say to Bobby's point earlier, like you lose control of the narrative for whatever duration mm-hmm. until you try to put back in, and once that genie's out of the bottle, it, so hard, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Deadpool argument, right? Like, if that was intentional, it was because they had real mastered footage on deck. Right. And they could be like, here's the stuff that people are just going to be excited about because it's Deadpool. Well, not well, only... Here's the, here's there the was good a big shit, gap right? between the good shit and the leaked shit. Was there? I thought yeah, it was but the leaked shit was still good because the leaked shit was all put together by Blur Studios and Blur yeah, Studios like, does CG pitch it, right? that's real good. They were, like, pitching that for Fox at that time? Yeah. that was. I think yeah. that was the pitch video. Yeah, I, I, that would Blur Studios yeah. was like we should do this, and yeah. then they that came. Yeah. Out. I think they knew they hit it too. Like, yeah, yeah. I think they just knew like it's not going to matter if if it was intentional. They're like it's not going to matter if we release this if everybody sees this in low quality grainy little cell phone footage, and they're just the emotion from the way he, Ryan Reynolds was portraying the character hit it for me. I'm like this is I'm sold on this. Yeah, this is it. All the I'm way. done. Yeah. Yep. Um, Caleb, really quick to go back on what we were just discussing with Assassin's Creed. It looked yeah. like May sixth, uh, Digital Trends. And I saw a few other ones, but I clicked on this one first. Uh, they have a, a big tease for what it is. There's two, like really early, kind of shitty looking shots of the game location, oh. and it breaks down um, influences in the game and what the tone, like why they're changing it up and why they're taking a break. Um, so I'm not going to spoil it. Or leak it, but it's for me and me alone. But you can find it, uh, Bobby. I swear to fucking god, if you, you don't read that HGTV fucking article leak. right all now. Right. All right, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll give you, you one piece little piece of shit. <laughs> uh, as as far as the story goes, players will team up with the legendary Viking uh, Ragnar uh, Lodbrok and help uh, create the great uh, heathen army with Assassin's Creed lore weaved heathen. into it. Wait, well, it's Ragnar Lothbrok? Yeah, that's the guy that the show Vikings is about. Yeah, you're going to be teaming up with him. Mm, um, sexy. And we'll have to wait for an official Assassin's Creed Ragnarok reveal to see what the features of the leak make the cut. Um, but it says right above <laughs> it, the breakdown specifically suggests the exploration will be similar to the Legend Le- Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which could be a refreshing shift away from the icon overload in uh, Ubisoft's open world games. Yeah, for sure. Odyssey so. is a fucking eyesore. In terms of icons, yeah. uh, also, also, well, I want to corroborate the the idea that I asked for that, and I'm upset that I learned it now. <laughs> like I asked for it, and like, but but then at the same time, you, I realized you don't play as Ragnar; you play 
and interact with Ragnar, yeah. and like Odyssey, you interact with Julius Caesar, and that made sure. Or, uh, Origins, you interact with Caesar, and that made sense. The, so it uh, makes sense you'd interact with someone important in the in the Viking. If you played through the Witcher Three, uh, it, it does like the screenshot looks like one of the cities you would come across in the Witcher, like Novigrad. Uh, yeah, it looks a lot like like when you for, first are coming up to it, and then there's another shot that is just like really poor because I mean it's like early builds, but and it's off screen. But it's uh, more the naval battle stuff, which is, I mean, obviously with Vikings. So I hate fucking naval battles in Odyssey. They were all right in Origins because there was a few, but Odyssey's like, you got to sail everywhere, fight people. <laughs> yeah. Another, so, another positive one was uh, StarCraft Two. They showed the uh, ending cinematic released. That had me. Was it the cinematic of the guy getting the armor put on in prison? No. And he was like, it's no. about damn time. <laughs> That shit was fucking incredible. That was really good. <laughs> that, that, was, that shit was so good. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So, sorry, just uh, talking about positive. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a, a leak that got me super hyped for something. Uh, fuck. I mean, there's so many that you run across. Like, what? When does it? When does it stand out? Is a tough question because it's like digging through a fucking Rolodex. I'm trying to think of a game specifically. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Like Apex is up there. The, that's a that's a huge one. Like the the slow rollout of like respawn's gonna announce something Monday. It's a Titanfall game question mark. Yep. And then like the next day being like Titanfall Battle Royale and the like oh my god Titans and wall running in a battle royale. Yep. And then they're like, there's no wall running and Titans. And me no being titans. like, oh, fuck yeah. that. And then me getting it on Monday because they were just like, here, have it. Uh, I remember walking around that tutorial and being like, this is too slow and chunky. And then playing it and being like, thank God there's no wall running and Titans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. What if they really release Titans person? that you can kill the dragons with? Well, <laughs> as, the world like, of, as, as the world evolves, though. <laughs> It's possible. I still to this day think we're going to get a, a champion that is a pilot. And his super is going to let him wall run and double jump and do pilot ass shit. I don't know how useful that super would be, but I don't know. It would be neat. Good you demo. Call down a Titan that can like throw you. You just call down BT and he's like, trust me. Throws you to the other side of the map. <laughs> throws you to zone too. wherever it's at. <laughs> oh my god, that would be incredible. Just throw you to zone. <laughs> so your dumb ass is like... Ah, <laughs> uh, man. There's no uh, fall damage. What are you talking about? What? Not, that wasn't like you're dead. That was just like plop. I hit the ground. On. It's like a turd. Let's move on. Um, so, we've got... Smurf, do you have a, a Smurf fact yeah, ready? I came prepped. Did you send it to me because you nope. didn't want to read it? No, I'll read it. You'll read it. I said okay. as long as you... Butcher the song at the beginning, the the jingle. But what happens if I nail the song? Does that then mean that like you have you would have had it ready? You've already messed lot up. Of pressure. What do you mean I've already messed up? It would have been playing. This is awesome. That's a seven point one. Listening to it. Hey man, that's a fucking C. That's a fucking C. I'm I'm passing with that grade. (laughs) Seven point one. Listening to it every week versus actually being on the cast while it's happening. Completely different experience, man. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) All right. All right. Awesome. We're gonna go with the first video game in space. Anybody got an idea? Ooh, it's not it's not asteroids? No. No. 
It's on the Game Boy. All right, here we go. Wait. The Game Boy right, version yeah, of it. Tetris was the first game played in space. In 19- Oh, wait, the first video game that was sorry. played in space. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, didn't. I was thinking the first space, space game. game. No, the first video yeah. game played in space. Apologies. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it, was, it. it had See, to have been a cosmonaut. It. Butchered it. He fucked up already. Damn. <laughs> Anyways, the Game Boy yeah, version anyway. of Tetris was first. The first game played in space in 1993. Tetris traveled aboard a Soyuz TM-17 rocket to the Mir space station, where it was played by Russian cosmonaut Alexander A. Serebrov. Huh. The game was nice. later sold at auction for twelve hundred and twenty dollars. Twelve hundred and twenty dollars and ninety-three is like yeah, two thousand dollars now. It's a lot. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, interesting that it was Tetris. Yeah, makes sense. It does make sense for the time. It would be the most portable thing. Yeah. Although, they probably could have just taken... If it was on the Game Boy, they could have taken Pokemon up there. They could, yeah, taken... Uh, they didn't have Game it Boy on that Game, Game yeah. Boy, did they? Uh, Pokemon... What, Game Boy came out... Uh, on the original? Oh, yeah. was Pokemon on the Game Boy Color? No, Pokemon was originally on... Uh, you could you played it on the original, but it came out on the... the they had it on the Color as well. Listen, if you weren't... So, it could, you could have taken Pokemon up there, but... If you weren't playing... It was a Russian. Bo knows, took a Russian Bo knows baseball and Bo knows football. You weren't playing Game Boy. All right. Hey, I had I had the BoJack... You're talking about the BoJack The dual, dual cartridge, game? yeah. Fuck yeah. The, okay, and you good. could do, the, you could do the, the team link or the, the link cord yeah. and plug another Game Boy <laughs> into another one and play two-player... Fuck yeah, me and my brothers used to do that in our rooms late at night, or in on road trips. Yep. Fuck with, yeah. With a warm light? <laughs> you oh, had man, to, the because the light, screens yes. weren't backlit. Yep. <laughs> also, there's a there's a small system coming out sometime soon called Playdate. Hell I don't know yeah. if you guys have seen this. It looks fucking Hell dope. Yeah. I'm taking it to space. I'm <laughs> in the... <laughs> that's awesome. I'm in the, uh, I'm in the, the dev side. Like, I've been, like, filling out Hey, applications will you, will you for leak some shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything anything to leak, but if I, do, if I do, yeah, well, yo, yet. slide in my DMs with those leaks, man. Slide, slide in my slide in my BMs with them, <laughs> them, them leaks. Oh god, god damn it. Okay, no, um, no, they uh, not, they not when in there the was, soft clothes. Mm-mm. No, not they make the moist clothes. Um, when the game, when the console, the little handheld was announced, they had two sign up sides where you could sign up as wanting news to get the system and then wanting to sign up if you wanted to make something for the system and I got the first follow up email from that and like filled out a 20 minute questionnaire they're looking for people with like anywhere from a ton of experience to no experience and I was like I just want to write something interactive for this so like maybe I get to make a game for the play date that'd be dope wow hell yeah that'd be great dope. that'd be dope that'd be dope I will leak that info as soon as I can um, <laughs> I like the caveat as soon as I can as soon as I can. Yeah, right? I'll leak it as soon as it's not sneaky. Yeah. Um, so, Smurf, you've, you've been, you're a long time listener. Long, long time first time for Smurf here. Um, for those of you listening, you know that at the end of the show, we do our bounties, which is... <laughs> sorry, I just saw in the chat that Luigi just typed MOIST in all caps. And Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. No, um, Sounds like Stone Cold over here. <laughs> Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Don't pantomime that in front of other people, please. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. The people's at the end of every brutal. Show, 
What was it when we were, was it this group that was talking about uh, porn stars with Pokemon names? Yeah, that was us. That was a uh, nine of the division. Squirtle and Blast Moist. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it got real bad. It got real bad. Oh, shit. I sat in the corner that night and just <laughs> rocked back and forth. Uh, I'm such a dirty person, he says. Um, okay, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> At the end of every show, we do our bounties, which is where we tell you what we're watching, playing, listening to, and reading so that you have something to do over the next week until we meet again. Um, Smurf, you're our guest. Would you like to lead off with your with your bounties, friend? Yeah, man, thanks. Uh Reading. Lots of uh, functional specs for work, so not exciting at all. It's actually eye-bleeding. Listening. Uh, Just been having, besides this wonderful podcast, I do a little bit of country music right now. Uh, Nothing in particular. And a couple other political talk shows, but I won't go into it. Don't want to cause chat. Uh, Uh, NPR stuff. Flame Wars. A little bit, and then opinion on both sides. So, um, and I got back into division because I hadn't hit world tier. I'm only world tier one, so I need need some friends to. Get I world just tier five. got oh shit! I just oh. got Sketch Storyer a copy of the game. Okay, uh, my uncle Ben, oh. um, and I have another copy of the division to give away. The of the division two. What? what? I, have a, I, have a, I have a digital code to give away. So. Um, Within the next week, before next episode, while streaming, I will give that away. So, Ooh. watch nice. the stream this week, and you might get a copy of the Division Two and a free invitation to join the Nerdy Bits Clan. We've we've got a raid to do, guys. Yeah, I got a I got a neighbor that uh, is looking. He wants to do it, and we just can't find eight people. So, uh, yeah, we gotta, so we've got a raid to do. That was read, watch, listen. Oh, another watch. Uh, finishing up Legends of Tomorrow. It was on Netflix finally. Uh, What's that? Oh, DC's that's the, Legends uh, of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought Edge of Tomorrow. I was like, no, no yeah, it's yeah. On Netflix? Uh, no, not that. Is that show any good? Uh, it's all right. Or is it I like, mean, it's, is it like can't be good like the rest yeah, of the CW? It's, it's Arrow. It's it's Flash. Yeah. It's it's their lower tier, but then they get a little chemistry going. Anyways, oh, uh, oh, and I'm gonna be looking to watch I Am Mother soon. That another Netflix one. Is that out? Yes. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be soon. Yeah, dope. Also, there was a weird what if one where the premise, uh, it's Renee Zelliger, and uh, it's got this weird premise. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Is she like a, the, like a CEO in a big company? But yeah. But like, she's like requiring people to do well, you don't weird know. shit? Yeah, so she, yeah. she invests in other people's companies, but she always finds the weakness of the person she's investing in or, or what they're most fearful of, I guess, and tries to exploit that. And so the the opening thing is just pure gold because you have no clue what actually happens, and it causes a rift between this couple and like it's it's kind of cool. All yeah. right, yeah, I'm interested. Renee Zellweger looks different, by the way, y'all. Yeah. She took like a ten year break after making the Bridget Jones movies, and she like aged mm-hmm. really well. She had work done. Yeah, that's a lot of people think that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell, like. Bobby just no, it's it. not. It's, it's, <laughs> it's leaked, man. Fuck. That's our next joke. I'm going to say something and someone's not going to know it and be like, well, I guess I just leaked that. Yep. Oh. Sarge is going to be like, let me look it up on my console. Sarge, <laughs> what, are your, what are your bounties this week? 
Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, yeah brother. <laughs> Leak that shit, brother. Um, the cream rises to the top. <laughs> Did you guys see that fucking clip of Macho Man Randy Savage? Oh, yeah. That's where he's like, holding, where he's like doing no, a magic trick. pulling out all kinds of those. Pulling fucking... <laughs> Little, little fucking like mini little creamers. The cream rises to the top. And Gene like fucking Okerlund looks like he just like yeah. he's like I'm looking at the physical embodiment of cocaine. This is yeah. fantastic. He's like this is what cocaine looks like. Great. Before cream before Sarge, before Sarge goes, did you guys watch the Blues Parade at all? Oh my god! Did you see the show Brad Hull put on? Drunk Uncle, man. Everybody's chanting, let's go, Blues. Let's go. He's like, he cuts everybody off. He's like, we went, Blues. That's what we should be chanting. Somebody gave him a fucking edible before he got on stage. (laughs) We went, Blues. More than once. Oh, my God. Was that him trying to pass tense, let's go? Yes, (laughs) We went, Blues. Yeah, man. Fucking dumb. That's incredible. And, uh, Sorry. Sarge, uh, really cool that I, I don't know if it was the first time, but the Blues players walking the cup all the way there and letting the fans touch it. Really cool moment. Yeah, I actually have friends who got to touch it. Seriously? Yeah, they nice. were right there. It was It's incredible. That's awesome. Anyways. They got to touch the Blues cup. Hell yeah. <laughs> right. Sarge, what are your bounties? <laughs> Sorry. No, can I go? I think yeah, I, feel like yeah, I, get I think I get interrupted more than anybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so what I was watching this week, um, I finished uh, Sex Ed on Netflix. That was really good, at least the first season. Um, I went and seen MIB, the new Men in Black. How was that? Was it any good? It's it's pretty good. It's got yeah. Thor in it. If that intrigues you. He's not actually. It's Thor. got Thor and. Yeah, you you um, blew my mind because f- you didn't say the actor's name, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> Thor's in Men in Black. What's going on right now? <laughs> no, it's got Thor and Valkyrie, um, Chris Hemsworth, and Uno, Tessa Thompson, and yeah, Liam Neeson. He's got a very oh, specific set of skills. I think his daughter okay? goes missing that, or something. That Liam Neeson's weird. Wait, his daughter goes missing again. Um, and then that, well, I went to the drive-in, so I got to see uh, Men in Black and The Intruder, which is a really good movie too. About this old guy that sells his house to this younger Dennis couple. Quaid. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he sells his house to this couple, but then like de- never leaves and just keeps showing up in random places. And it's it's a good horror movie, so I I recommend it if if anybody wants to see that. Um, what I've been listening to. Nothing really. <laughs> okay. Nope. Been working and riding four wheelers, so I can't really listen to music then. Um, oh. what I'm reading, nothing, and <laughs> what I've been playing, absolutely nothing. I have not touched my Xbox since like last Wednesday, so I've got a baby shower coming up in two days. My grandparents are moving here for the uh, after 25 years, so they're moving to Springfield to, uh, Friday, so I'm gonna be moving them in. Um, and then me, Caleb, unfortunately Bobby's not going, but we're going paintballing on Sunday. Sorry, man. I wish I could. So it's going to be a blast. Smurf, if you're not doing anything on Sunday, yeah. come paintballing. Uh, where are you guys headed? Like which? Well, tell Wild, me off. Wildcat? Okay. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get stream sniped. I mean, yeah, life. you know. 
They're gonna no. show up. If we, we saw you in nerdy bits and just light us yo, up with paintball. S- s- stream sniped at Wildcat is when you're walking down the stream and you get sniped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as long as nobody's freezing the paintballs. All right. Oof, God, that sounds awful. We did. Uh, we've, we've, we've played in the we, winter. We've That's gone the paintball in there when it's like twenty or twenty-five oh. degrees. It's oh, it's incredible. Hey, but but you have layers, so it's it just bounces off. Oh, see, I, I don't yep. get cold, so I don't. I just wear t-shirts all day, oh. every day. <laughs> He's in Antarctica, sliding down the side of ice sheets with I'm fucking penguins, but naked. <laughs> Hell yeah, uh, Bobby! What are your brownies, homie? All right, man. Uh, my wife and I started the second season of Big Little Lies. Still very good. All right. Um, Meryl Streep is in that, Hell and she's yeah. fucking ruthless in it. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, and so, <laughs> cream rises. Cream rises. Uh, <laughs> as far as reading goes, just a lot of work stuff these days. I got a lot of things going on right now uh, with with my my nine to five. Uh, I teased you all at the top of the uh, the hour about a game I'm playing, um, and the game that I'm referring to is Crypt of the Necro Dancer's take on the Legend of Zelda: Cadence of Hyrule. And holy shit, man! Yeah, I've heard about this. Is it interesting? This game is so fucking good. Is it on uh, Switch though? It's on Switch. Is it on uh, it's, so it's developed by <laughs> Brace Yourself Games. All right. Can I get it on my yeah. console? Here, uh, not yet. And you probably wouldn't be able to play it. I don't think your console's working very good. Okay. Um, oh, I thought you were going to comment on his ability for a second. I was like, oh! oh. No, no. He just said <laughs> I don't think you can play it. You're working. too dumb. <laughs> so, uh, the way that they position this game, like, even in the headline here, it's like, Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring the Legend of Zelda. Like, this is a fucking Zelda game that has yeah. a little bit of the, the DNA of uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer in it. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's got such a good like. I'm a huge Zelda fanboy. It's like one of my. It's my favorite series of all time, and so anything I he's get. He's never with it, won a Zelda T-shirt on the podcast. It's always been Star Wars T-shirts. But he's a huge Zelda fanboy. I am. I don't have any video game merch. I don't wear any video game clothing. I don't have a single piece of it. How dare you! I do have to say, Bobby, uh, you do seem to have a theme going, mm-hmm. uh, and I appreciate that. It's like a. Yeah. It's a fun fact for the longtime followers of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's really fucking good. You guys should check it out. And it's also what I've been listening to the soundtrack. So some of my favorite video game music is Zelda, and um, it's like these really crazy remixes. And they've got a bunch of different fucking people. Like when this game came out, there's all these people on Twitter. Like I can finally share with you that uh, my music's in this game. I've remixed this track for Zelda, and like it was so fucking cool. That's uh, I, I will link to the soundtrack on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. So, by the way, yeah, I've heard about, Master I've heard about says that Crash Team Racing comes out tomorrow. Yes, it does. Trust me, I am well aware, and my wife and uh, I are planning to play it at eleven. My friend starts. Pedro comes out on the twentieth as well. Did you say Pedro? Pedro, my friend Pedro. When's that come out? Today, the twentieth. Is it only on Switch? Switch and PC. No, oh, fuck yeah, I can get it on PC. Then. Hey, you keep asking is it only on Switch. One of these days, you just need to be like, man, I should get a Switch. I do want to get a Switch. I work at GameStop, homie. Chill. But now he's no, got you just, a, you, like you need a, to get a full Switch. rig he's got to save up for now. For 2020. 
<laughs> yeah, this is true. I have to save up a lot. I actually for... broke down like I think I'm gonna spend like two grand whenever the when the new Xbox comes out because I'm actually oh, I've got to get. Well, I'm actually gonna get like a monitor that's gonna support oh. like the highest quality and everything. So, I'm I'm doing it right this time. I'm not gonna be like I'll just play 1080 on my 4K Xbox. Like no, I'm just gonna play pay, play the money to play the money. Oh, pay yeah. the money to do well, what I need to do. I'm going to need to get a new headset. I'm going to need to get the Elite Series 2. I'm going to need to get a new system. And I'm Why do you need get, to get a new headset? Because of... I've had this one for like three years, and it's starting to oh, okay. worry me. It's not like failing, but it will soon. I can feel it. But you, like, See, you that's could, the excuse you could buy I tell my wife right? all the time. Um, I could what? <laughs> like You could buy some time with that if you had to. Like If it yeah. didn't fucking fail. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not like going out. I can, I can wait. Cool. Yeah. It's like when I told um, my wife my Xbox broke you just so I can get an Xbox One X. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I wish I could do that. She'd be like, then I you mean, don't so get does, another so does, Xbox. So does he. So does he. He doesn't know for a fact he will yet. Yeah, no. <laughs> Honey, I need this new water pump as I hold up like the biggest supercharger I could ever find. She won't, <laughs> She doesn't know. It's so my car doesn't get dehydrated. <laughs> What were you going to say, Smurf? I, not, nothing. I don't know. <laughs> it's gone. <Yeah. laughs> um, I have been watching... Com- well, I've been kind of watching Community, but I haven't really started anything new. I started Barry, watched like the first episode, and Very then started smooth. the second episode, and haven't kept uh, kept it up. Uh, that blinker for me. Yeah. I'm not watching anything else. Um, <clears throat> listening to... I had it pulled up, and I forgot to keep it pulled up. Um, I've been listening to uh, a guy named Ludovic, L-U-D-O-W-I-C. He makes, like, retro wave, kind of bassy stuff. He did a large portion of the soundtrack for Katana Zero. More on that in a little bit. Um, And I've been listening to a shit ton of the iTunes Electric Blues playlist because it's real good summer music when you're doing yard work or barbecuing or working on a motorcycle um or wu-tang we listen to some wu-tang at the (laughs) yeah um um reading i read a big thing in game informer about last jet or last jedi um this star wars fallen order come on fucking yeah put it together um and yeah i'm super pumped for that game I'm not really reading anything else. And then playing, which I said I would come back to in a moment, a second ago, uh, I've been playing Katana Zero, and that game was fucking incredible. Yeah, man. Um, Really fucking awesome. Every mission, every mission, when you get to the gameplay portion, the music that's in the background of the cutscene cuts out, and your character pulls out a fucking tape deck and pulls out headphones and sticks them in his ears and hits play, and the track starts, and all the music fucking slaps. (laughs) It's so good. You should play on the Switch. I played it on a Switch first, actually, at GameStop. Somebody that I work with has one and brought yeah, it man. in, and we were playing it, and I was like, this game's kind of dope, so I went and I came home and bought it on Steam. It's um, very good on Switch. Very good on Switch. It's very good on a 1080p screen with bass-boosted headphones, too, and an Xbox controller, because it's the best controller ever made. There's also something about laying on the couch, holding that screen a few inches from your face with headphones, blasting it as well. Yeah, for sure. No, I want a Switch, okay? Did Bobby's like acting like I don't want one. 
Did you guys I just hate Nintendo? Did you guys? Uh, I don't hate Nintendo. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> I used to. The Wii U was a mistake and a, tra- a travesty. So was the PS3. Can I yeah. stream snipe you at your Absolutely. GameStop? I'm not going to disagree with that. What's up? First, first Xbox One was rough. Luigi says, can I stream snipe you at GameStop? Yeah, I'll DM you where my GameStop is because I'm not saying that out loud. Um, am I playing anything else? Fallout 76? Uninstalled the fuck out of that one. Uh, and we're gearing up for the uh, Halo playthrough for the next season of the podcast with the grandma. So if you guys want to play through any of the Halo games, we're going through the Master Chief Collection, which is 1, 2, 3, ODST, 4, and Reach, and we're going to play 5. Um, I'm having a baby, so I'm probably not going to be able to do all that. Dude, when my daughter was born, I put 100 hours into Mass Effect in three weeks because I stayed up late and my wife got up early. Yep, that was us too. The, the huge advantage there is... You just rock the baby. After you feed it, change it. Well, the good thing her, is she's then, breastfeeding, so I don't really have to do much. In that well, uh, yeah, yeah, so I had to. <laughs> so I had you'll to be stay changing. Up. You'll be changing the baby, prepping yeah. the baby for the wife. Yeah. yeah. So I stayed up with my daughter and changed her, and then would take her in every two hours when she needed to eat, mm-hmm. and when she woke up, and I'd take her in. My wife would feed her, then she she'd text me, and I'd come get the baby, and then. Rock her to sleep and then lay her in her bassinet and keep playing Xbox for two hours. I would. There were times where I'd be on the bed uh, and had the baby cuddled up on my chest and playing COD Four. Uh, right so there, so good, dude. So good. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to play Halo, guys, though, uh, in the next three-ish months, from July to August, is our planned time to get it done, but. We're going to start a little early. But yeah, we're going to be playing through the Halo games, and they're all four-player co-op, except I think for the uh, the, the first one. Yeah, I think that's just two-player co-op. Um, which is weird, because I remember playing it with four people. That might just be multiplayer. Um, yeah, there was LAN you could do four on a screen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so um, that's going to do it for our episode, I think. Unless anybody has anything else to bring up. No. Dope. I just want to say thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, yeah. Really Smart appreciate it. for coming Thanks on. Here, um, yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, glad that you could come along and, and be a part of it, and that you'll, he'll be back, guys. He's, we're not gonna we're not gonna just one and done him. He's a he's a, a good friend. Um, are you doing anything that you want to plug at all? I don't know if you're. Uh, my stream schedule has gone downhill. I got uh, a lot of work, but I, I hop on periodically. Real dirty Smurf. R e a l. D-I-R-T-Y S-N-U-R-F Anyways uh, Check that out Anything else I want to plug Dude just uh, You gotta find ways To de-stress <laughs> Yeah For sure Yes De-stressing is good Bobby is now that Your background is now The color of your beard And it's very strange looking Hell yeah brother You're just floating <laughs> Cheeks and lips <laughs> Hell yeah brother Hell yeah brother <laughs> Uh, Bobby, where can people find you on social media? Don't do uh, that. No. <laughs> Lumberjacksmack.com uh, is the easiest way to find everything that has my Instagram, my Twitter on it. Uh, it also has the other podcast I do called The Casual Hour. You can find that stuff there as well. Um, and some of my videos that I'm putting out, my quick looks, all there. One easy, convenient spot. Check, Sweet. check out his Monster Hunter one if you haven't uh, done, or not Monster Hunter, Dauntless. It was Thanks. good. Thank you. Yeah. He puts out good content, y'all. Uh, Sarge, where can people find you? 
Sergeant Sodium on Xbox, Twitter, and Twitch. Sometimes. And, and Instagram, right? Instafam, yeah. In, Insta, Instaflams. He soys uh, them beans real hard. Soy them beans. Soy them so beans. hard. Uh, yeah, and then you can find me everywhere is important um, as at Lubwub. L U B W U B. You can find the you can find Nerdy Bits on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits, and you can find us on Instagram at underscore nerdy bits. I have not been giving Instagram love recently because I forgot about that a little bit, and I need to get better at that. Um, if you want to read anything that we post on the website, it's nerdybits.com/read. Um, if you want to listen to the podcasts, any of them that we that we do, uh, it's slash listen. If you want to watch any of our streams that's got uh, Eric and, and Sarge's stream schedules they're not exactly accurate all the time but there are links to their stream channels there that's at slash watch and if you want to send in questions to the show that's at slash contact so thanks for being here thanks for listening thanks for watching uh, as you all know who listen to the show and can't watch it it comes out on Fridays um, so I will get this up for you guys Friday morning and uh I don't know. What's our sign-off today? Hell the yeah. Queen rises <laughs> to the top. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I will be on to stream in a minute. I might play some Apex because we kept talking about it, Ooh. and I'm excited about it. So uh, stay tuned. I will turn on my Xbox so you guys can see the nice home screen. And uh, we'll the smell. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the rock? It's cooking. cooking. Oh man, the people strudel was the best, the best storyline on that. Strudel, surrounded by assholes. <laughs>